You ready, Alex? Let's do it, Nick. Talk about it outdoors live from the National Wildlife Turkey Federation. I keep saying it now, I ain't even going to try. Nick and Cody are kicking it up and kicking it loud with the boys all around. Dave Owen's son come by and paid him a visit. Harris is there. The KTT team is all about it. Let's go, y'all. <laughs> oh, man. Alex, I'm there and I'm excited, buddy. Alex, I've got cold chills. He does. His hair. Got, both arms are, are cold chills, son. My hair's sticking up like a wild boar up here, son. It's <laughs> wide open already, and the doors ain't even flipped open. I can't hear nothing but turkey calls in the background, wishing I was there with earplugs in. Oh, you should have heard it earlier. This old boy, I know you've seen him. His name's Bo Brooks on TikTok. He um he does all the turkey calling, elk calling, man. Whippoorwill, Whippoorwill. Yeah. yeah, best I ever heard. I mean, with a mouth call. Yeah, probably the only I ever heard. But, um, Alex, we just want you to know come. that. Go ahead. I, I know that uh, Cody told me earlier that Bo was there, and I love watching him gobble. On. I can't do that. I don't know anybody that can, but it's pretty dang neat to see that somebody can do that with just their mouth. Dude, he sat over here for probably what an hour. Yeah, like, just, oh, yeah. Oh, I told oh, it. I I hollered over there at him. I said, Bo. I said, if uh, you was uh, out there in the woods, I'd be coming to chase you down, brother. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a it's a lot of buzz up here. We got up here late last night around eight o'clock, I guess it was. Wasn't it? Eight o'clock. Yeah, eight o'clock. Got everything in here, which was probably actually beneficial to us because everybody else had already set up, so we kind of nothing was in our way. We we're able to back the trailer right up to the dock, get everything in here and unload it, and. It probably took us an hour and a half to unload, and then we put everything back in the truck, but we made our way around and was able to see where some of the booth locations were. So it's good to see everybody. We've already ran into KT. Um, like, like Cody said, we've already ran into Dave Owens. And um, who else we see? Um, Y'all saw Cuz at breakfast this morning. Gary Lamont or whoever <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Ryan Klesko last night. Yeah, I talked to Gary and saw Ryan Klesko. And yeah. We've seen quite a few folks wandering around. Yep. Some guy came by last what? night, and he said, um, talk about it. He said, why has somebody not thought of that already? He's like, that's so easy. That's what everybody does when they're at hunting camp. And I said, absolutely, and that's what we're doing, son. We're talking about it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, the buzz is around. I know you boys are excited. I know you all are going to do a great job up there. I wish I was there with you. Unfortunately, I have a double book this weekend headed to Tennessee. Myself, just over on the east side to visit the Brunson boys, do some squirrel hunting, maybe shoot a coyote in the face. So. Hey, do it to it, son. They, uh, we need people like you for these uh, <laughs> these turkeys. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saving the I'm saving the poles. That's, That's right. I can do. Um, can't forget our guy, our good buddies over there at uh, Between the Times podcast. We ran into them last night. We ran into RP. Finally, shook his hand. Um, them boys are feeling all right, so they're probably laying on in there this morning with it. And, and uh, we might not catch them up till later, but it was good. To, it was good to actually finally meet RP. It was good to uh, see um, Ricky again and meet his wife. And um, yeah, it's good night. Good so, people running into Levi. Levi's yeah, all yeah, Levi. Through. Yeah, I can't remember everybody. Yeah, so. Levi. Yeah, he about got hit, but it's all right. Yep. You know. But what did you get hit for, Cody? He paid you the best compliment you've had in years. It was blasphemy, honestly. He said, "He said I didn't realize you looked as much like Alex as you did in real life." And I said, "I will hit you in the mouth right now." He said, "So you already told him where you already, 
You already told him we're twins. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Alex. Cody, I'm picking Cody's up what you put in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that turkey yipping in the back? Sounds good. Somebody sounds like me on a uh, on a chalk box or, or whatever chalk that thing box. is. <laughs> so, oh, all right, man. Alex, we're going to sign off, brother. Guys, y'all kick it up, kick it loud, and uh, do it for the Georgia boys. I hope y'all have a great time, and uh, we'll be talking to y'all soon. We See love you, brother. and we miss you. Bye. Love you, Renee. Bye. All right, everybody, this is uh, Nick and Cody back over here. We, uh, we're we sitting here. They just opened the gates over here, and we just wanted to talk real quick. Cody, what are you looking most forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing how many people, how many people turn out. Um, I'm really interested since the show what you know didn't happen last year due to COVID. I'm really hoping we just have a massive turnout and uh, we just have fun and get, I mean and hanging out with everybody after the show. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. There's already a lot of buzz. There's a lot of people already came by wanting to do a show. Um, so hopefully we can get some of those guys. We got the Jibs guys lined up for later on. So I don't know who'll be coming in and out. We're just going to talk and get people on as we go. Talk and, about it. Yeah. Um, it was exciting down there. We ran into Matt Hughes down there, Dave yep. Owens, KT, Jason, all those guys down there. They're down there tuning up them calls, getting ready. I think they – I want to say the Polts and stuff go today. Um, but nonetheless, we still miss Alex. Last time I'll say it on this show. <laughs> um, but, no, it's going to be good. I'm waiting to open these doors and see what happens. Let's kick it, let's kick it off. And let's it, go. I'm like, excited. He said light the tire. What's Alex say? Light the tires and burn the fires? Let's I don't do it. <laughs> I say they're lot. doing it over at the door right now. Cuz just opened this thing up. We've done the prayer, done the Pledge of Allegiance. We're about to talk about it. Y'all stay tuned. we got plenty more coming. All right, everybody, the legendary R.P. Scritchfield just showed up over here to the booth. <laughs> R.P., legendary. looking a little rough this morning, brother. Uh, it was late. It was Very late. late. It was a lot. What time did y'all go to bed? Three. Oh, my goodness. Got up at seven. I think we left at uh, – I think we left you guys at what? Maybe 12, 11, 30, 12. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Where'd y'all end up going from there? I don't know. You don't remember? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, are you excited about the place here? Yes. Are you? Yes. What's the up? Just in. Yeah, that's fine. I'll talk to you in a second. What are you looking most forward to? The auction, for sure. Yeah, for everybody that don't know that's listening to this, that hasn't called up on the recent episodes, RP is – he has made the official NWTF knife that they are auctioning away on Saturday night, right? Eight o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Eight? They got one at the hunt auction uh, earlier. The 002 knife is. Um, I don't know when the hunt auction is. I think it's noon, one, yeah. something like that. And then the Grand National auction is the very first one yeah. that I made. That that's the the big one. Well, I hope somebody very special gets their hands on that because that'll be. Uh, That'll be awesome, and and I'm, I know you're getting a lot of buzz about that. And yeah, it's are you get, crazy. Are you, are you still getting a lot of phone calls from people oh, wanting to do that? Yeah, it, it'd blow your mind if you actually seen what was really going down. Yeah. in the shop there. Yeah, do you feel like you're gonna have to like expand and get some help? Or I don't know what I got. I have some ideas in the works. I uh, I don't know. Something's gonna have to change. Yeah, for sure. Well, I can't keep up. Maybe and people you. don't want to wait a year and a half, two years, but. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm going to have to expand for sure. Yeah. What else are you looking forward to in this show right here that you haven't seen? Because this is your first time here too also. Very right? first time. It, is there man, anybody that you want to see? To, I don't – I've seen Mark Drury. You already seen Mark Drury. That's right. That's right. You did run into him yesterday. Yeah. How was that conversation? Uh, Mark is awesome. Yeah. That dude is yeah. down to did earth. you explain? Ooh. Did you explain like in full detail what you what you had done with the knife and stuff? 
Um, yeah. And had he already knew about no, it? No, he didn't know about oh, it. He, he handed me his phone and said, here, put it on my Instagram. Let me see what really? you're working with. Yeah. Did you slip that number in there? Uh, no, but he, he gave me a follow and he Uh-oh. put me in contact with a couple people. Really? He texted Taylor with, with the pictures and stuff. And, yeah, Boy, your, your head your head won't even fit on that, my, that Yeah, headset. I think Drury Outdoors is fixing to start posting all that crap here. Really? I don't know. That's what he said. We'll see. Man, that would be <laughs> awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's Something that you handmade by yourself that they do. I, all of it's just overwhelming, man. I, I, I don't know. Well, I made a knife for a buddy, and here we are. Well, It's crazy. I hope the journey continues if that's what you want. and be ready for it, man. Oh, yeah. Ain't no Absolutely. telling where you're going to go with this thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I know where I'm going. Well, I'm heading to Mississippi and Florida first. <laughs> <laughs> well, well um, I know Ricky, old Slick Rick will be down here in a little bit. Dustin yeah. will be up shortly, so we'll get all you guys back on later. But Sounds thanks good. for coming over and talking. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> all right, everybody. We're back live here at the semi-live here at the uh, NWTF. It's winding down here, and uh, old Levi Wilson has stepped over here. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. How about y'all? Good, man. You had fun today? Oh, man, it's been a blast. We're missing Alex, ain't we? Oh, this right here probably be the best podcast y'all have done without him. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, you heard it from, from him, Alex. <laughs> no, nah, it's been a good day, man. We have uh, we hadn't really done much on the podcast. We've been trying to get out and do a little networking and talking. and it's It's been a good day, but it's been a little slow. I, I wouldn't say slow. It's it's. it's I don't know. It's been off for us, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. been hit or miss. It's been a, it's been a good time. I mean, we we've talked to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but it's just been it's a little slower. I think tomorrow's going to pick up. I think it's going to be. I think it is too. Yeah. I I don't want to get our hopes down. I mean, we we ain't really we ain't really done well on apparel. But I think as far as getting out and networking and talking, and we had to get back in our groove. We don't do this every day. We don't do this every weekend. But um, what have, what have you enjoyed the most about this so far, Levi? Dude, just being around everybody. It feels good to be back at trade shows, get to interact with people. I think everybody's wanted that. So, is there anything that you've seen that you can't live without that that you need right now? Honestly, probably one of those retail shotguns, man. You like those? Oh, dude, yeah. that Saratoga barrel and that Bottomland. You gonna have one before you leave here? I probably will. Honestly, I'm. <laughs> I'll probably place an order, honestly. <laughs> yep. Get Al- that checkbook that's, out. That's Team Alex right there. He loves them things. He I does th- love them. He He's likes Rotaze, yeah. yeah. He'd probably have him one if he was here, too. But. I've got Benelli, and I've shot the Rotaze before, and they, they've outperformed my Benelli. Really? Honestly, yes. Yeah. What Benelli do you have? The Super Black Eagle Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> that's what Nick just bought. I just bought a M2. So. Dude, I just like how lightweight they are, and they shoulder me very well. Yeah. That's just like shooting a bow or anything, I think, with a shotgun. Yeah. It's whatever. just whatever fits Exactly. You. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to change the – do you change the – speaking of that, do you change those bushings in the back of that Benelli much for your shoulder? I have not on mine just because it fits me. Yeah. But when I first got it from the dealer or whatever, I took it and it fits me fine. Yeah. But I have friends that do that. Yeah, I'm going to change mine. His is his his shoulder's a little bit better than mine. I think I'm going to try it and see what it does. Um, the only thing I didn't like with the Retay was the, the stock itself. It was a little slick to me. Um, not knocking it by right. no means. It was just a little bit slick to me, but I mean, all around it felt like a great gun. Mm-hmm. Action felt great, but I just like how slender the stock is, like that forearm on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that part. That's my favorite part about it. What choke would you go with? Probably a Jebs, man. That's what I, I just I purchased today. Dude, they're unreal. I've shot Jebs the past probably four years during turkey season. I, I don't want to tell the story on it because I'm trying to get these guys to come over here, but they're they're fantastic guys to work with. Everything they believe in. Um, they they don't do no wrong in my book. 
and I think they're just a fantastic company. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's why I do. I base all my stuff out, what I use off the people and stuff. I mean, the quality's oh, absolutely. what it is, but the people, I love the people there. You can't beat a finer person than Bobby Sears. Nope. I mean, he is hands down just a fantastic guy, but um, the show's winding down. We got to find us some grub. We got to get something to eat. We've I'm seen about a, to we've, we've seen a lot of folks today. We we talked to Sean Lundy. Um, Talk to uh, Jared, Talk. Jared Mills came by here earlier, and we talked to him. He's going to come over, and we're going to try to get something going with him. Um, who else you talk to? Uh, talked to Nick Munt, Waddy. Yeah. Talked to them a little while. Those uh, are good guys, man. Oh yeah, yeah they are super nice. Uh, so. They're going to stop by tomorrow, I think. Try to jump on here a little bit. So for everybody listening to this, if you know, if you've seen the deer buzzing around social media. With the frost on it, the icicles hanging off of it, that was done by your taxidermist, your dad, yes, correct? Yep. Did your dad personally do that himself? Yes, I helped him a little bit on it, the mountain process, but yeah. he done all the ice work and the frost and snow and all that. Yeah. How did he find that as a challenge? Uh, it was a little bit, but not, but we like challenge and yeah. stuff and something different. Had had had, had he had he saw that before somewhere else or no i mean there's stuff been done but not that extreme and all that yeah what's the what's the real quick just what's the backstory on that deer all right so in 2020 there's an ice storm that hit texas yep. and uh the ice storm hit texas and the guy actually was not going to get up and hunt that morning but he's like it's one of my last days i'll get up and hunt and that deer actually came in frosted over iced over and all that and he just wanted to recreate that memory. So that's, that's unreal. It is crazy. How, did your dad have a pretty good idea of what he was going to do with it, or did he have to do a lot of research to? to uh, not, not really. He had an idea in his head and the yeah. customer, which we sit down with every customer and treat them like family and try to get an idea. And the guy asked him, goes, on a scale of one to ten, uh, how do you think this looks? And dad's like, honestly, a four. And he's like, I'll take a Nathan Wilson four any day of the week. So really, yep. Well, good for him, Dude, man. And it, it's blew out of the water more than what we expected, man. It's crazy. Yeah. What uh, what kind of buzz is floating around that? Oh, uh, it's crazy. Uh, news channel and actually Oklahoma City shared it. They done a little story on their news channel about it and all that. Uh, American Fetcher, Backroads Apparel, uh, the Lindsays, Drury's, a uh, couple of big big names has posted their actual social media. So that's big for us good publicity and all that do you think that's going to change the way people mount deer going forward i mean i know we don't have an ice storm ever ever deer season no like since we've done that we've had probably six or seven people's like dude i want my deer like that really yeah this something different people like different yeah i think that's why it's done so well yeah i i, I mean there, there's no telling what the possibilities could be for you guys after that so i'm pre- uh, yeah, i know i'm excited to see yeah. what the future holds yeah and the past the six or seven years ago dad wanted to brand our name start reaching better clientele people in the industry we've, we've done that and it's crazy where we are like we do work for nick uh, nick month that is yeah, not nick wilson yeah not nick wilson <laughs> it's little alex <laughs> now we we do a lot fair amount of stuff for people in the industry man okay we're, we're just been blessed yeah that's what it came down to well that's good for y'all man and, and, and pat yourself on the back because your dad and yourself done a great job with that with that and um I'm looking forward to the rest of the weekend. How about Dude, you? Dude, I cannot wait. Tomorrow and I guess Saturday's going to be crazy. That's what they say, man. This is my first time here. First time at the show. First time doing a podcast. So, How do you like it so far? Dude, I absolutely love it. I, I, I Honestly, I was telling Cody earlier, and, and I'm not saying this because Alex isn't here. I'm saying this because I feel like it's so busy 
even not just busy because we're not we're not we're not selling a whole lot of apparel right now. But I wish there was more guys to help us work to exactly. network. We need people out in the we need people out here walking around yep. networking and trying to sit here and run this. So we're, we're getting there. We're starting small. Like I told I told Cody earlier this morning. Let's get base hits. Let's don't hit home runs every time. Yep. So. Y'all big in my book. Y'all <laughs> doing good things. I'm I'm happy for y'all, honestly. I appreciate it, brother. And, uh, you know, we couldn't do it without Alex. And, I, I, again, I wish he was here. But. Hey, but we like what you're doing, too. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. You, you, you getting on up there. I ain't doing Don't much. let that head uh, swell now. Uh, uh, <laughs> ho- hopefully here before long we have some good video footage shot by Mr. Levi Wilson. Uh, I've been blessed with what I've got to do, man. Yeah. The video stuff, I've started it about a year and a half ago or something. It's took off. It's almost a full-time thing for me now. Yeah, that's and I, awesome. Man. And I've, the people I've met, that's the best thing about it. Yeah. Well, that's one thing That's one thing that I love so much about what we're doing is the people we get to meet. That's right. Yes. That's right. Just like Levi. I mean, we would have never met him if we, you know, probably yeah. if we hadn't started doing this and, and everybody else. And, yeah, the big-name guys, that's awesome. I love talking to those guys, but just the everyday guys. Like this cat right here, you know, they're all just everybody. We're all on the same page. That's it's, right. It's awesome just to sit down and talk to everybody. So, yep, couldn't be any better, man. And as we wrap up on this uh, Friday afternoon, I say tomorrow's gonna get gonna get even better. Yeah, no, it's not Friday afternoon. No, it's I'm Thursday. Thursday, yeah. after, Thursday afternoon. Sorry, it's only Sorry. been one day, man. It's only yeah. been one day. I'm, I'm fast. I'm fast scatterbrained. I'm fast forwarding. So, <laughs> yeah. So after Thursday afternoon, it's been a good show and. Uh, Stay tuned. we got plenty more coming behind this one. Thank you. All right. All right thank you. Here at NWTF, we got, we got a little sluggish this morning, and we ain't, running, we ain't running on all cylinders <laughs> right yet, but it's starting to heat up in here. A lot of people coming down the aisles, and we have been graced with a young family out of Blairsville, Georgia. Everybody knows Hunter, and uh, his dad, Craig, came over, and his sister, Bella, came over. So what y'all doing? Oh, we're just hanging out, man, walking around, <laughs> trying to spend some money. I hear you. Um, y'all, Hunter, are you excited to call this year? I am. Uh, a little nervous. Why are you nervous? I don't know. It's, it's, it's always to get the jitters. But it's just it's just to kind of go yeah. up there and get it out? Yeah. yeah. It'll be all right. I think if you, call, you go walk around a little bit, call around, yeah. maybe go sit in the thing a little while and get your nerves settled down. I'll be, I'll be ready by the time it gets here. Yeah. I mean, you got a long ways to go. You oh, ain't yeah. got to go on for 530. So how many people's in your class? Many. Apparently there ain't a lot. Really? Up, How many? Uh, what's the call order? Uh, I got a fly down cackle, tree call, kiki run, and excited hen yelp. Gotcha. So for everybody listening to this that, that knows Hunter's been on the past, and I grew up with him and his dad, and uh, they're they're good. They've been always been good to me and and um, everything. So I hope this works out for you, man. I hope you I hope you go up there and represent. I know it, I know it means everything to you. Oh yeah. And um, Craig, are you excited? Are you, what are you looking forward to here? Uh, this this is the time when Dad gets really really nervous. Yeah. Uh, it, it's amazing the talent that God has given Hunter. And uh, Amen. I just uh, I pray that He uses that one day, Lord, to to, to give the Lord the, the honor and the glory that He does. And and Hunter can do it, dude. Uh, of course, everybody says their kids this and their kids that, but that's right. Uh, I really feel like that this is a path that uh, that'll carry him far in life if he'll just grab a hold of both both hands and hold on really, really tight. I keep telling him the same thing, and I, and I know he's at the age where he's he's trying to probably figure out what he wants out of life, and, and I think that's you know that's that's what he's got to find out for himself. But 
we see it from the outside looking in, but right. we don't see it from the inside looking out. We've been there. Yeah, we've been there. We know what we know what talent is. And those stuff like that. those snares and stuff that yeah. grab you, them women that yeah, will reach right. out and grab you. Hey, he's just hey, he's just at that age, and I, I don't you can't knock anybody for twenty years old. But you and Gene have done a fine job to uh, raise these kids, and and I mean y'all, you've been like a brother to me and took care of me and. I used to take Hunter hunting. Now Hunter takes me hunting. So. That's right. He, but, see, you've not reached the dad status. He won't even get in a truck with me no more. <laughs> so, what, um, um, are you looking forward to – I know you, you guys have been up here a lot. Are you looking forward to seeing anybody or meeting anybody? What, what's your expectations here? No, I mean, I just ride Hunter's coattail. I mean, Ain't I, get, wrong with that. I, I get to hang out with, the, with all the, <laughs> the pros and stuff. So that's really cool. Uh, really excited this year. Bella's decided that she wants to kill her first turkey. So – I mean, I thought she'd already shot one. No, she she's done the deer and all that. Hunter Hunter takes her there. She don't go with me much, but Bella, um, how old are you? Twelve. Nice. So you want to get into turkey hunting? Yeah. You don't want to do no turkey calling? No. Why not? I want to be good at it. You, you get tired of hearing <laughs> brothers down there blowing yeah. that thing? I'm trying to go to bed at night. And he's just calling? Yeah. Yeah. So where's Griffin at? Griffin is at home wondering how he's going to go snowboarding this weekend. Really? Yeah, he's all about the snowboarding right now. Okay, so he don't he don't care about the turkey scene. No, I begged him. I said, "Dude, what do you?" I said, "You need to learn to call turkeys." And he's like, "No, Dad, I don't need to learn to call turkeys." I said, "Why not?" He said, "If I want to kill a turkey, I'll just get Hunter and go." With him. <laughs> so, <laughs> ain't so, it, ain't that funny how people are? So many people are different. They really are. I mean, cut from the same family cloth, everything. And it's just night and day difference. Yeah, and he loved hunting as a kid, and, and he loves to go. I mean, I think Hunter took him two times Hunter, and he's killed three birds. Really? So, yeah, so his idea of, of turkey hunting is just shoot them. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got their own thing, so. Right. Now, I appreciate y'all swinging by here, and I know y'all come back around. We might swing back up maybe when Gina gets in here. But. Yeah, when we get Mama here, then we'll get her up here and get her talking. It's starting to heat up a little bit in here. so. Oh, yeah, there was a line. They were starting to come in. So, yeah, you're fixing to get really busy. Bella, what are you looking forward to? The water park. Are you? <laughs> That'll be fun. Is it open all day? It opens at 10. 10? That'll be fun. I won't be at the water park. Nobody wants to see this fine, <laughs> fine chiseled body out there. <laughs> but, anyways, um. Y'all swing back by later. All right. It's a pleasure talking. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're back here again. We uh, we got the famous turkey top Bo Brooks in house. If anybody's got a TikTok, they've seen him blowing those calls. They've seen him blowing those elk calls. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. This is this has been a pretty cool show down here. Man, this is our this is our first time being here and our first time having the podcast stuff here. So we are blown away. We're we're really just we don't really know what to do because it's so overwhelming. It's, it's a lot. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you're going to be hearing turkeys for the next two months after this thing. That's right. That's right. So if everybody knows, if, if you go back and watch TikTok or Instagram, anything like that, you've probably seen Bo. He's, he's always making calls and calling on there. and Phenomenal caller. I mean, everything he does. And, and you compete a little bit, right? You don't do much competition turkey calling, but you do more elk competition calling, right? So um, I, I, uh, I do it all. I do waterfowl. I do elk. And I do turkey. Um and I'm slowing down a little bit. I'm getting old, you know. Oh, you ain't old. But, hey, 25 years old. Oh, I'm, like, I'll get, I'm slowing down on it a lot more than I used to. But, um, no, I, I, I compete a lot. And, honestly, it, and it, as, as I'm getting older, I'm just spending more time in the woods. I'm just enjoying it, having a good time. You married? I'm getting married in about, 
I know, six weeks. Okay. In the middle, in the middle of my turkey season. What? What was you thinking? Well, she's so. This is what she said. She says, "I want to get married during turkey season, so our anniversary, you have to take me hunting every year." Hey, hey you can't I, beat that. Brother. I get on board with that. Yep, yep, That's yep. the only reason you said yes. Yep. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. That's all I can say. Tell the listeners where you're from, Bo. Well, believe it or not, I'm from uh, well, Center, Washington. So, long ways from the, the south. south. Yes. Yep. And uh, I, I, I was one of the only turkey callers on the West Coast. You know, and it's, it's uh, we have a lot of turkeys out there. We really enjoy it. big mountains, lots of public land. It's, it's a special place. What? What got you into? Because turkey hunting is very big in the South. Was there was there inspiration back back in the South that got you into turkey hunting? Was there something? Okay, so as far as turkey calling, that's what I, I, my my friend Scott Ellis and some of the other callers. I got to know them coming to this show when I was about seventeen. But I uh, started turkey hunting when I was nine, and we hunt in the mountains. I walked like eighteen and a half miles. I missed ten birds my first weekend. Literally just, it was it was a rough weekend. I ended up killing my bird at 65 yards at the 20 gauge. Holy crap! It, it, I I don't know hooked ever since. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. It's it's the South is a whole different level of turkey hunting, and it it's been a it's been a. It's Have you found pleasure. it to be? Because you you now live in Kentucky, correct? Yes, sir. So you've moved from Washington, Kentucky. How long ago? About four years ago. Yeah. How? I'm, I'm guessing since by you saying that, from moving to Washington out here, the public land because you you mainly do public land, correct? Yeah. It's do you do you run into a lot more people here than you did? Absolutely. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of people, which I like it. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a competitive person. I love hunt, but at the same time, you know, we get some public lands and just overrun at home. Yeah. But I drive a few more hours, and I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure the way you carry yourself, and as nice as you are, I'm sure you ain't got no problems out there. Just well, I, I tell you one thing: when I go to Georgia, I take off my license plate that says Washington. I, I, I don't, I don't want anybody not liking me. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I don't think. Well, I take that back because t- I've told this on, the, on here time and time again. Going out of state, there's a lot to me. There's nicer people going out of state than they are in, in my hometown of Georgia, and and I don't know if it's just because we live there, but sometimes we find that that. You go out of state, you find a lot nicer people, and, and the same with you, man. You come over here, you talk to us like you knew us, us your whole life. So yeah. I appreciate that. Is there um, is there something that you're looking forward to at the show? You know what, man? I've I've been coming to the show like I said since I was 17. The turkey hunting community, and I'm I'm around waterfowl, elk, and big game. I've done it my whole life. The turkey hunting community is by far my favorite. Yeah. Everybody's so welcoming. Anyone can do it. I think it's just it's a special. It's a special dynamic here. And I it think is. it's I think that you know, it's really cool to be a part of it. And obviously I have a good time talking to everybody, you know, calling and, and, and teaching people and, and getting to spend time with people who watch my videos, so it's a So so last night you done the goblin competition, correct? I did, How'd I did that go. You know what? I didn't do great. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. But I I went in there, I did a Miriam gobble and I did some stuff that I either was going to win by 30 points or lose by 30 per- points, and I, I sure lost by 30 points. What, what did you think you done that, that wasn't? <clears throat> well, I mean, I, do my, I did a Miriam gobble with my voice. It's pretty real, but I'm not sure that's what the judges wanted last night. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and what, I, what, I did a Bob White in it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've been hearing you throw that around. So, so you, um, you couldn't use mouth calls last night? 
I, I did use a mouth call. I, I gobbled for most of it with a mouth call. Then I used my, my voice. I added some stuff in there. Not conventional. I'm not conventional, though. And so, what's how, going on? How many guys were in there last night? Uh, I think there were 22. Okay. 22 okay. callers. But, no, man, it was... It's really fun. Everybody's fun. We just have a good time. And, you know, I, I, I take it very seriously. Yesterday, I had just went and had fun. You know, yeah. that's the first competition I've done in a while where I just was just happy to be there. What, out, of, out of the uh, waterfowl, turkey, and elk, which one do you prefer to call in competition-wise? Oh, turkey. Yeah. It's the most challenging to me, and it's, it was the hardest thing I ever learned how to do was run a turkey call. Really? The, the way... There's running a turkey call, and then there's running the turkey oh, call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the elk calling, I've always, it's always come natural to me. The, and then waterfowl calling, I love waterfowl calling, but, man, turkey, it took a new level of manipulating a call. And it it taught me a lot about elk calling. It taught me a lot about a lot of things. So, it's, it's pretty cool. Cody, you got anything for him? No, I was sitting here, <laughs> you said it take. There's running a call and running a call, and I was thinking, like I can't even get mine to start up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a little ether what, on that thing. Let's yeah. go. Where was that point where you where you went from? I, I don't want to be just a normal caller. I want to advance myself. Well, you know, I, when I first came here, I came here at that. I used to run um, a Primos, some Primos calls, which, hey, I've killed a lot of turkeys with Primos calls. Right. And I met Jim Pollard, and he's won Grand Nationals five times. I sat there. And it was in a, it was a booth just like this. And I looked across at him, and I heard him front end yelping and cutting. And I, I, my jaw was on the ground. I said, you know, this is a different level of calling that I've never heard before. And I wanted to, I wanted to get to that point. And I ran one of his calls, and it had rasp. It had, because a lot of those primos calls are just like, oh, I'm gonna run it for you. It's like an upside down call. You know. It's, it's just a lot of clean and no rasp. I ran that call with rasp, and then he was running it without rasp and rasp, and it was just super interesting to me. So I went home, I spent about a year, and it took me a year to even find the first time I hit that front end, which is a, you know, a lot of the times it's all rasp. That's what I do. See, That's what I, I'm trying to find that front end. So the front end, it, 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 I just, I remember I was in a parking lot at a coffee shop. I had this call in. I had it in for weeks, and finally it went beep, beep, and I went. I, it took me three weeks to find it again. But after that, then it goes into all the other stuff I learned how to do. And it, once you find your Yelp, and Josh Crossabaka told me this a long time ago, when you find your Yelp, everything's going to come together. Yeah. So that's good advice, man. Um, I want to, I want to follow back up when you. With you, when we get back home and do a full show, yeah, I know this is going to be a little short series. We're going to put it all together, but I yeah. want to follow back up with you and do a full show. Yeah. You are with Higdon Outdoors, yes, correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, so we'll get up. We'll do a full show with you guys when we do home. We'll do like a Zoom call. Yep, get a couple of you guys on. We'll talk. But before we end this episode right here, I want you to do the Bob White and the Gobble because that's what amazes me. Okay, you do, I tell you what, you do you do a run of what you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah. That's right, brother. Well, yep. I, I appreciate you coming over here, man. We'll swing back around and see you later. Hey, that's hey. I appreciate you guys having yeah, me on. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. All right, everybody. We're back here again. We got y'all, y'all with us. 
Where did the name Yawk Yawk come from? <laughs> All right, man, what about it? Uh, I'm David Ellis. They call me Yawk Yawk. We are, uh, from my turkey hunting days, I guess, you know, from the south, we just talk about, uh, uh, we, we, we hit them with that Yawk. We don't yelp at them much. We, you know, you call them with that Yawk Yawk Yawk. So I did a couple videos, was talking about Yawk, and next thing you know, it kind of went viral. And uh, so my, I went from saying y'all y'all to being y'all y'all. I guess so. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Uh, what what part of the South are you from? I'm from uh, West Point, Mississippi. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not too far. From, oh, you're uh, over around the Moss Hill boys. That's it. Same oh, hometown. I, I yeah, got that's you. right. And uh, like I said, I just do some of everything, whether it be yeah. turkey hunting or uh, catching hogs. You know, yeah. big time trapper. You know. So, but you you're a pretty big social media influence kind of person, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm known for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good reason, right? That's right. That's right. You, you, you can catch me. Uh, I got a Yacht Yacht YouTube and a Yacht Yacht Facebook. You okay. know, we, yeah. I think we're reaching about uh, on Facebook about thirty million people a month. So what? Just talking mess, you know. Yeah. So uh, what? Uh, what do you like about the show so far the most? Uh, just glad to be back here. Yeah, I, I like to be back here. Uh, used to it was all about turkey hunting for me, but now every time I show up, somebody's like, "How many pigs you catch this week?" <laughs> you know. But I do. I like seeing the faces. So uh, you're the new pig man. I reckon. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You ain't got a saying for a pig yet, do you? No, 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 no. Yeah. I ain't got no saying. Knock yeah. them, well, I say knock them in the head all the time. And, I hear and people are like, uh, how do you actually knock them in the head? I'm like, it's just a phrase, you know. <laughs> you know. How do y'all do y'all hunt those dogs? Do y'all hunt them with dogs? Or? I'm actually a trapper. So oh, okay. I got one of those traps that sit up in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you watch it on down. your phone, hit the button. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so I, ta I take it seriously. Do you run those for different people on different farms? Yes, sir. I'm a hired trapper. Okay. So uh, if, if you got pigs, you know, well, it don't mind. I trap anything. If it's got fur feelings, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> cash a check. You said fur feelings. Yeah, and if it'll cash a check. <laughs> well, I tell you what, man, I'd like to circle up and do a full episode with you if you'd like to one day. I, yeah. I don't know if you got business cards or whatever, but, man, he come over to the booth, everybody listening. And said, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's just talk. <laughs> I wish Alex was here. We got another guy that does a podcast okay. with us. And then, uh, yeah. He's actually the voice of this thing. He can talk like you. So, right, right, yeah, right, so. right. I don't know. I just be talking to a bunch of old men. <laughs> I pulled up like I like I was been, uh, yeah. ready for the Royal Rumble. That's what know? I thought. You'd come up here sideways <laughs> on a dirt bike and see my. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk. Yeah, I talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you got a booth or anything here? Uh, or I'm over at the house booth. Okay. Uh, okay. Selling turkey. I got them y'all y'all turkey calls, you know. Okay. And, okay. Uh, so they build the calls for me, you know. I don't know how to build my truck. I just know what I like to drive. So it's kind of like, you know, we, we just pushing that brand. That's right. You know, that's right. Make a little uh, rent money, a little do gas and trailer hood money. <laughs> do you do any competition calling? No, that's for real. That's for real calling. That's for real turkey Yeah, hunters, I usually right? just put the turkey call in my mouth yeah. and, and feel like a turkey hunter. Yeah. And then I crawl up on them. <laughs> you just y'all, y'all, go yeah, to them. Yeah, huh? I wear my hat that says y'all, y'all for them educated birds. You can't call them in. They got to read it and just come on in. <laughs> Do you do do you do much traveling turkey hunting? Uh, I try to. I think last year I did, you know, five or six states. You yeah. know, I try to get around a little bit. You yeah, know. it's getting pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. I like I like traveling more. I don't have much home 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 state hunting, you know, anymore. When all this social media started, everybody figured out where I was hunting. Really? And uh, they, they leased all the land up I had. Well, this uh, the social media, I guess, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Sometimes it's good in a way, but sometimes yeah. it can be a bad way. That's it. That's like uh, you know, we used to when we used to duck hunt. You know, you didn't post the pictures of the ducks. People find out where you were killing them. The next thing you know, or they be following you. you know? Well, you got a you got a tough place to even turkey hunt, anyways, from where you're at in West Point, Mississippi, because I mean that's basically turkey capital of the world. I would say. Yeah, it, it used to be. So yeah. I don't, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, like you said, it used to be. <laughs> it used to be. Did y'all have any law changes this year? Uh, did y'all drop it or reduce any turkey counts like Georgia did in Alabama? 
I think they had some proposals, but I hadn't checked on them yet. Yeah. So yeah. I probably do that like the day before. Yeah. You know, I get my license. When I get there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, y'all that's, got the that's, that's the way I am. I fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming by here okay. talking, man. We'll swing back up and uh, right. do this again. All right. Well, thanks, everybody's bro. out there. Y'all have a good one. God bless. And as always, Jesus loves you. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're, <laughs> we're joined now with uh, Mr. Tanner Burns, uh, better known as uh, – I don't know. What What do you know as? <laughs> full draw taxidermy. That's maybe. right. Full draw taxidermy. Uh, killed the albino turkey last year on the Hawaiian swing. I got to ask this, and I've seen this on the video. Y'all went, y'all hunted out in Hawaii. You killed that bird. I think you guys went back in there. I think Sleazy got one. Dave killed one on the last day. Missed the flight. Was you, was you nervous in any way when you, that tsunami warning come across your phone? No, no. Not at all? Not, not at all because we were so high up on that mountain if a tsunami got up there i'm telling you the continental u.s would have been in trouble really I mean, we were nine thousand feet so what do those birds roost on up there just little snags i mean they might roost four feet off the ground you know no just, predators to worry about no predators to worry about besides hunters and the roadways i would imagine well i know you can go for the listeners can go back to our previous episode we didn't kind of talk about some of that rugged country but after watching three of those videos with y'all out there that's got to be some of the worst country just by film that I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was the most physically demanding hunt I've ever been on as far as that goes. And I, and, I, and I wasn't expecting that, you know. And that's got to be a tough – that's the first season. It ain't like – I don't know how much training you guys done before you went out there, but that's the first hunt of the season. You guys were, like, underprepared probably a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, we're all three in pretty good shape, but the elevation was just something you couldn't prepare for. I mean, you take ten steps and feel like you're breathing through a straw. and. Yeah, I mean, it just take, took a while to get acclimated. I, it took me probably two days, and, you know, I was I was up ahead of Dave and Sleazy. It took them a little longer, but I was the youngest one in the group, you know. So I got acclimated a little quicker, but it took us all, you know, two or three days. How's the road going into there? That we, looked like a rough ride. Yeah, man, it was two hours one way uh, every morning, every evening. So we were getting up at, like, 2.30, 2 a.m., and, and driving up there and driving back. And we weren't getting back till you know, like 11 o'clock at night. So that's one of the things that made it, you know, so tough is we are all running on, like, three hours of sleep, and we were hunting up there all day. I mean, like, when I say it was the most physically demanding hunt, it was it was rough. Yeah. Yeah, it was real rough. What are you looking forward to on this show other than judging your bird? Oh, it's just nice to see everybody, man. It's just nice to get down here with buddies and – me and my wife haven't been on a trip without our kids since the last time they had the NWTF. So it's just nice to get to spend a little time with her, too. I bet so. I bet yeah. so. That's got to be relaxing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else you're looking forward to here? No, man. It's just, uh, you know, I check out some, some new pants and new shirt and new gear and, you know, see if, you're in, if there's anything you're missing in your vest for, for this spring and make any upgrades you need to. And, and uh, you know, it seems like this time every year, man, people, people start thinking about turkeys. You know, some of us think about <laughs> 365, but but the rest of the population about this time, man, everybody gets geared up. So it's just exciting leading up to season, and you know, just gets everybody pumped and amped up. It seems like. What states you got on the radar this year? Oh man, probably. Uh, so let's see. I'm gonna start in Texas and Alabama, and uh, that's your first ones. Yeah, into March, and then of course I'll hunt West Virginia and. Uh, Virginia and Ohio, and then I got a trip uh, out west. I got a week I can take in May. Haven't nailed down what two or three states I want to do out there that week, but I'll definitely be heading heading to Hunt Miriams for a week in May. Just haven't nailed down exactly where Chubbs wants to go, and Chubbs is meeting me down in Alabama and Texas. Uh, so maybe we'll hash it out when we get down there. But 
you know, this this some states that I've already been to that I like that I want to go back to is probably going to be on the docket. I've, I've got to swing off a turkey hunt real quick because this came to me. You shot a deer this year up in the mountains of West Virginia. You shot two bucks, right? Two bucks, One yeah. buck you walked up on and it was still alive. No, it wasn't alive. There's a bear on it. That's right, a bear. Yeah, a, a bear, bear was found out. it before I did. At what did you get nervous at that point? No, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen, man. So real quick, I'll just give you like a, yeah. a, a summary of it. I shot the deer, looked like I drilled him. So I watched him run maybe 100 yards. I didn't even wait to track him because it looked like that good, you know. And I started trailing blood, and he never he never was bleeding that great. But before you know it, I've been like 300 yards. And I was like, man, I'm about to back out. So I'm sitting there texting my buddies, you know how you do, and telling them the whole scenario. And I'm just standing that last blood, and I look up, and there's a black bear, which ain't, un- you know, that's normal there. There's bear everywhere. I didn't even pay any attention to it. I just go back to texting my buddies. Probably three or four minutes pass. I'm thinking, man, I need to back out, you know, come back in the morning. And, you know, my head's spinning because it looked like I made such a good shot. And I look at out the bear, man, and it looks like he's pressing on something every, you know, he's, he's standing on something, pressing down with his front paws. I'm like, what in the hell is that thing doing? So I throw up my binoculars. And I thought he was on a stump or something. And uh, about that time, I see him reach down, man. He grabs my, he grabs what I then realize is my deer, and he starts just dragging it back through the woods. I was like, I was happy because I was like, oh, man, my deer's up there. I was like, I got to get rid of that bear, you know? So then I'm like, you know, maybe I'll go up and shoot him. He's preoccupied. I could probably just walk right up to him because, you know, when they get on something like that, you can, and they don't have the best eyesight anyway. I got to looking at him. I was like, hell, he ain't but about 130 pounds. I ain't shooting him. I got a deer to mess with. So I just walked, started walking up to him, man. He was so preoccupied. I got about 20 yards from him. I finally just had to yell at him. I said, hey, Bear, get out of here. But he looked up then. His eyes got big, and he just turned and, and hauled out of there. But, yeah, it was crazy, He done man. found him a prize, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome story, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you coming by here talking. I know we'll yeah, pick back up later. You're always a pleasure to talk to. And yeah. The episode you've done with us, we got Alex didn't know you and didn't follow you, and Alex said, man, I'd like to go hang out with that joker. <laughs> He's like, it'd be fun to hang yeah, out with us. Yeah, so, um, yeah likewise. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see you all around here in a little while. Thanks, yeah, man, man, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. All right, everybody, we're back here. We got uh, – we got the Midwest Whitetail boys over here. We got Jared Mills, and y'all have to tell me your names, boys. I'm bad. Not Andy Milton. David Williams. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. I was actually, the show. Yeah, I was actually surprised when I was standing here yesterday, and Jared come walking up, and I thought, I didn't know you're such a big turkey hunter. I'm not. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> I pretend to be sometimes. I think we're going to get to that mic. We should have raised it up a little bit, Jared. Sorry. Um. I know it's awful loud here in the background. Everybody's blowing these turkey calls, getting fired up this afternoon. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot more people in here today than there were yesterday by by, by far. Yeah, no, it, it's good to uh, be down here. This is my first time coming into the show, and it's a lot bigger than what I anticipated. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool to see it. Yeah. Um, are you as big a passionate about turkey hunting as you are deer hunting? There's no way, but no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I enjoy it. It's I enjoy it more of, of a passing the time between deer yeah. season type of thing. Uh, but these guys to my left, Andy and David, are straight up turkey killers. So it, it's fun hunting with them, and we're going to be working on a new series with them this spring too. So that'll be a lot of fun. First and foremost, what? Um, how was your deer season? It was good. Had a, I didn't end up killing a buck, but had a lot of good encounters, and you know sometimes it just doesn't work out being. Uh, being a bow hunter and being a little stubborn in that regard, and that that's what it's about to me is the hunt, the chase. If I don't 
if I don't kill a deer the rest of my life, I have a ton of good encounters and fun chases, um, I'll be just fine. That's right. That's right. Um, so you guys come over here and you talk to me. You guys are starting a new series with the uh, with turkey hunting for Midwest whitetails. Yep. It's going to be ran through that same platform and everything else like that. Um, where did this idea come from? We've been kicking around a long time. Uh, we produce so much turkey content. All our guys obviously are, are also turkey hunters in addition to whitetail hunters. We just haven't really done a lot historically with our turkey footage. And Andy and David, I, I've worked with them. They were, used to be on the Midwest Whitetail uh, team way back, even when I started. I think they started in 2009. Um, so I worked with them on the whitetail side. So these, these guys have been buddies of mine for a long time. But like I mentioned before, they are ate up with the turkey side, bigger than the whitetail side. And it just made sense to work with them. Having known them for a long time, they're very well respected among the turkey community. And uh, obviously we had the middle flight tail platforms to kind of launch this thing. So it made a lot of sense to work together. And we're looking forward to it. It's Everyone seems to be liking the brand. It's gonna be called Chasing Red. Chasing um, Red. Chasing Red, that's right. Uh, we'll be Launching off Middle Switeo platforms, but Chasing Red will also have all its own dedicated platforms as well. Okay, you going to be partaking in any of this? I may make an appearance or two, but <laughs> I'm going to let the experts do do most of it. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys, Andy and David? What are you guys most looking forward to for this? Getting out in the woods and hunting. Yeah. Is Man, it that's... is it nerve wracking to think about trying to produce something like this and trying to get the quality of the footage down? No, I mean, we've, we've been doing it for quite a while, like I said, like Jared said, you know, in the beginning we started out with the Spring Thunder stuff, you know, yeah. back with Cabela's, and and, um, and then the Turkey Roost series, we, we hosted that for a few years, and so it'll just kind of be, uh, kind of be just getting back out there and doing it again and getting in front of the camera a lot more than we have been the last few years. We, we ran our own little thing here for the last few years, it's a YouTube channel, Longbeard Legends, so it's, we haven't been away from the camera. It's just we haven't been doing it on, on a, as huge a platform as we're going to be doing it with now. Yeah, it's it's nice knowing that Jared's going to be behind back there at 41 North doing his doing the work and and putting it together because they laid down some awesome awesome editing and put out some stellar videos and I think that's one of the main things we're going to focus on this year with turkey hunting is laying down quality footage but still having that semi-live platform. Whereas it's not just going to be run again and pieced together, we're still going to try to lay down high quality footage so everybody gets to experience what we experience. Jared, does everything come by you before it gets sent out? Uh, on this series, it, it probably will a decent amount in the beginning, but we have some good guys internally too with Max and Grant. You know, they spend a lot of time on the whitetail side too, but those guys are ate up with turkey hunting. So those guys are at, at a point now as producers. I trust them to, to do this, and they'll be a big part of this turkey series. Well, I'm excited to see it, and I know everybody else is too, especially for the passion that you have for deer hunting. I'm sure whatever you put into this turkey hunting, man, because you carry yourself above. I believe you're a little bit – I don't believe you would say this about yourself, but you're a little bit higher standard to me the way you carry yourself. You're so humble about everything you do. So uh, uh, I, I not saying that everybody else in the outdoor industry isn't, yeah. but the way you deliver stuff um, – I don't know. It's just different to me. I appreciate it, and it's a lot of it's not just me. It's a, it's the team. We have a really good group internally at Forty One North and Middle Whitetail, and we're going to carry it over into this turkey series. Same same type of format with the education, uh, the storytelling, the semi live, like they mentioned. I think it'll be a good formula, and just again, just working with good people. Yeah.
Well, I'll tell you what, man, I know it's, it's, it's just five minutes here, but we'll swing back up and do a full episode and really get into more detail with more questions later. Awesome. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all coming by here. Yeah, thanks, thanks, man. man. Again, no Jared Mills, 41 North, Andy, and David. Thanks, guys. Yep, thank you. All right, everybody, we're back here uh, this afternoon. It's kind of been a it's been a busy day. It's been real loud in here. We ain't, we ain't been able to talk much, but uh, we got Jay Maxwell over here with uh, 4610, right? That's right, man. Yeah, we had you on recently on the podcast, and, man, it was a home run with everything, and we uh, we enjoyed that very much. Yep. So I hate Alex ain't here to talk to yeah, you, man. It, it sounds like I need to be squirrel hunting right now. Well, no. Walk, walking around wearing my feet out. <laughs> yeah, my feet are wore out too, man. I bet Alex is a wore out too, but yeah. how you been? We're doing good, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I am tired of walking. Yeah. You can walk for days in here and not get to everybody. That's There's right. No way. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, what have you uh, have you seen anything here that just kind of caught your interest that you wasn't expecting or anything? I, I've got a few things in my mind that I'm. Uh, I, I was actually in pursuit of one of them when you just pulled me over well, here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, hopefully it's still there. Yeah, 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 if yeah. it's not, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. No, man. There's some awesome stuff here for sure. They uh, are. They tur- are. Turkey hunters dream. It I mean, is, man. I've, uh, this is my first time actually coming to this, yeah. um, and I've seen so many things here that I want to grab. And I told my wife, I was like, "I'm gonna have to wait till I get home." Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't get around to get everything today. But there's some, there's some phenomenal callers up here. Is what oh, I've noticed. It's unreal, man. And, yeah. and if you actually get a chance to go in there and listen to the competition, yeah, dude, it's mind blowing. Yeah, those people, uh, those people remake me think if I want to go out turkey hunting or not. It, I used to be a part of that, and yeah. then they, it's just like a different level completely. Yeah. So what? Um, what else is on the radar up here for you? Did you get up here today? Yeah, so we came up uh, actually last night. Yeah. Got here late. Wife and I stayed in a hotel, just relaxing, doing our thing, man, yeah. just having fun. So, so you're uh, you going to be around here all day tomorrow, too? We'll be here uh, probably first thing in the morning, and then we'll, we'll get on out. Head yeah. back to Atlanta? Yeah, I got a uh, wild game dinner I got to do tomorrow night with Hank Parker. Really? So that'll, be, that'll be a lot of fun. Man, yeah. that'll be fun. Yep. At home? At home, yeah. So it was really nice. That's cool. Ten minutes from the house. Is Senior coming, too? I don't know. I don't know. That's junior, right? Yeah, yeah, junior. Yeah, 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 for sure. yeah. Senior, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a part of that Social Circle Georgia area, so yeah. I'm sure he'll be there. Well, that's so. good, man. That'll be fun. Yep. Um, what's on the radar for hunting this year? Man, you- starting off early in Florida, obviously, because Georgia's pushed us into April now. Yeah. So they dropped us a bird and moved us into April. So yeah. I, I think they're just trying to save the population there. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to start in Florida and work my way to North Florida and then Alabama, back to Georgia. Yeah. Maybe see Mississippi and Kentucky, Ohio, possibly Maine. Maine? I don't know. I'm, yeah. You've hunted Maine? I, I don't know. No, not yet. Uh, I want to kill a bird in June. Tip. All I right. went to Maine last year. Yeah. Thermocell, too. No, really? Front pocket, yeah. See, you never would think that. Dude, worst mosquitoes <laughs> i ever seen in my life. I see. I, I just never would South Georgia, that. South Georgia don't hold a candle That's for that. That's crazy. They, I've been toted off in a swamp before by far. No, it's way worse up there. Yeah. So take that. But now, anything else you want to leave? That's it, man. Y'all go out and kill some birds this year. Go kill kill some birds, and y'all go check out 4610, man. Thanks for coming over, Jay. Thanks, brother. All right, everybody. We're back over here. We're back over here with these old pine thicket boys. What's up? (laughs) We're back over here with Tyler. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you, man? Good. It's uh, it's busy today, ain't it? It is super busy today. How's them feet in them cowboy boots? (laughs) Dogs barking yet? Yeah, they're a little sore today. Mine, uh, these hay dudes ain't got much support. I'll, I'll have me a crispy on or something yeah, next time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I told Alex or uh, Cody that yesterday. I said, man, these hay dudes ain't going to cut it up here on this concrete floor. Yeah, yeah. So, these cowboy boots ain't much better. How's it going over at Pistol Creek? Man, we're super busy today. We sold a ton of mouth calls. 
Um, Chris is selling the fire out of mouth calls. Yeah, I heard him over at running. Oh, him. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's killer on the mouth calls. But, yeah, it's been a good day so far for Friday. Yeah, he came by here earlier and was helping me a little bit on a mouth calling. And yeah. I talked to him. And John came by and bought a hat and bought a, um, bought a hat and a shirt. So, um, always support from them guys over oh, there. Yeah. Always oh, yeah. support from y'all. So, we appreciate what y'all do with us. Yeah, we appreciate help us out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been a good turnout. Have you have you purchased anything yet? Uh, I purchased a few things. Uh, I've been over and got a shirt from Dave. Okay. Um, you and everybody else has walked through the door. Exactly, exactly. Props He's about to, to run out over there. Props, yeah. props to him. Yeah. If they, uh, if they get tired by this stuff, maybe I can come over here. We'll have to give them one over yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to walk up there and start sending everybody over here. <laughs> I, did, I did see earlier that him and um, Zach won the uh, – uh, the team, yeah, the team friction, friction, yeah, yeah, they won that first place. So, congrats to those guys. Oh, yeah. They're doing the prelims now. They'll be cutting that, making the cut tonight, which I know this will already be out after everything's over. But uh, we got several people going on tonight, like Hunter Young. Yeah, he'll be calling it intermediate. We'll be cheering them guys on. So, what are you looking forward to? What do you need to go purchase? That you, what, <laughs> I got to uh, get me a saddle. I got to yeah, get me a saddle. Yeah. I went over and sat in a cruiser yesterday. Oh, they got they got the double XL. There you go. So I got to get one now. Yeah. What you got by? Oh man, I don't even know yet. I hadn't even got to walk around and look at everything. Yeah. Well, you better get out there and walk around. I'm telling you, you. I'm telling you. You waiting on those deals on Saturday? That's right. Yeah. Saturday afternoon. That's when you need to buy. Is that when it goes? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, nobody wants to pack this stuff up and take it home. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, anyways, man, anything else you want to say? I think I'm good, man. All right, man. Tyler Moore, talk. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Tyler Moore, Pine Thicket Outdoors. Thank you, bud. All right, man. All right, everybody, we're back here this afternoon. It's still Friday afternoon. Uh, the buzz is starting to slow down. Everything's going on. Um, John Browning introduced me and Cody to Mr. Joe Drake. Um, Joe Drake has been a caller for how many years, Joe? Uh, about 40. About 40 years. Joe, we're going to have to slide you up just a little bit, buddy. Can you slide up just a little bit? We just need – sorry, we're so, we're, we're so demanding. Um, You've been calling for about 40 years competition calling. What what got you started competition calling? Well, we went to one and we listened to all these guys calling, and we were sitting on the front. I'm talking about the front row. And after they started calling a little bit, I kind of looked at my partner over there, and I said, they ain't that much better than us. <laughs> well, that was BS. <laughs> really? They was way better than us. Yeah. Because you don't put into the factor that you got to get up on that stage in in front of three or four or five hundred people that's right you know so that that's a stress factor that i'd have had no idea about you know so. what so that sparked your interest to get up there and start calling well actually i thought i'm a hundred first right and i figured the the better you call the, the better your chances are getting one into gun range right a turkey a wild turkey that's and right so I said, well, what this is going to do is make you practice, and it will. So, And it is. I mean, the, the better you call, I think the better your chances are. That turkey get out there about 60 yards, you're going to choke up if you're not sure that your call is going to work. And if you, you, know, you practice enough, it doesn't come into play. You know what's going to happen when you, know, when you give them them little soft yelps and that little cluck and purr and you know, the little soft, soft whines and yes, that sir. kind of stuff bring him right on in there to about 35 yards. I agree with you wholeheartedly because I went last year to the um, Ackworth, the um, event that John Brown and those guys put on, you emceed that, yes, and I called in that. And that was the first time I ever got on stage. 
And I had the same feeling you did. I thought, you know what, I'm a pretty decent caller. Yep. And I got up there and called and I sat back down and I was videoing it. And I come back and sat back down and I said, I'm, I'm nowhere where I think I should be. I am not, these guys are way better, way better than me. I got a lot of work to do. And I have, I have had a mouth call in my mouth every day since then. Yep. I don't know that I want to compete, but like you said, it makes me want to be a better caller to get out there to know what's going on. Exactly. I hear all those sounds in the woods, but until you get up there and see what other people do, and it's just kind of like this podcast. We do this podcast to give people tips and tactics. We do this to, to help somebody out because there's there's things out there that people don't know. People are stuck in a bubble that say, I don't want to go do a caller competition. Well, you don't have to, but you can always get better. Oh, yeah. There's always room for an improvement. Yeah. That competition stuff will make you practice. You it don't want to get first of all, you don't want to get embarrassed. No. You got usually got a buddy or two with us or with you and, and if you mess up, you know, everybody in the neighborhood or at your workplace is gonna know about it, you know. They're gonna give you what for about it. <laughs> yeah, they will. They did me anyway. Yeah. Well that's the that's the best thing that's the best thing though is to have people to keep to keep you humbled and give you that criticism that you need to get better. And I think that's what we try try to do. How much has the calling game changed from the way you used to call to the way guys call now? Oh, it's night and day. It's night and day. Back when we when we did it in the earlier days, the head judge would say, "We want to hear the call that's asked for." No ad libbing, no jazzing it up at all. You know, we want to hear the call. You know, and that's what you're going to get graded on. And if you ad lib too much, we're going to dock you for it. Right. Nowadays. They throw the kitchen sink out there, you know what I mean? And they'll kiki in, in a tree call or something like that, you know. Okay. It's realistic is what it is nowadays instead of just doing the little tree call. Right. Now it's. Right. That's just a tree call. That's right. You've done, done five calls. Right. So. And every in a, just a little bit of tree calling in there, and it, it works for the caller's advantage. If they call, they ask for a call that they're not real good at. They'll try to cover that up with all the other stuff that they're really good at. So, and it works because you got some masters out there now. I mean, I can't hang. hang so, so they hide that with other little calls. So if they mess up, they switch to something real quick to try to throw the judges off. Yeah, well, they're not, most of them. No, most of them are not going to mess up. No, not the top dogs. Ain't going to mess up much. Yeah. You know, so. Who's your who's your, uh, who's your your pick for tomorrow's? If you had, uh, Who's your top five? In no order. No particular order. Matt no. Van Size. Hard to go against him, isn't it? Jesse Martin. Josh Grossenbacher. J.R. Lanham. Dave Owens, that's no particular order. Right. Because any one of them can win tomorrow. They got what it takes, don't they? They're bad. When you, when you hear them, even if you watch them on hunting shows or hunting videos or you watch them on this, you're like, how do they do that? How do they put that run together? I know how they do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> I just, I guess, well, it's not in me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something I, that I found out about you. You've got, you, you got a special way of running a mouth call with a – you don't put tape on it. I have a small pallet in the roof of my mouth. And tape, tape kind of goes everywhere. And when these guys bill, bill, bill my calls, there's no sense of wasting a piece of tape. You know, that, that's an extra 25 cents that you're wasting because I trim it down to the frame, you know, 
and sometimes then I can't I can't run it because it's too thick. So you got you got to have the roof of your mouth's got to be like boot leather, Joe. Well, the deal is when I run them a lot and I haven't yet this year, but there's two little holes that the, the front of that call hits right in those little indentions. Call and go anywhere. Gotcha. So it's is a, there is there many folks out there that call like that nowadays? I don't know about nowadays, but back in the old days, there were several guys that call with uh, with no tape. You know, Walter Parrott did it, and and Matt Moret did it, and, and Chris and Dick Kirby did it. You know, so there were several of the top callers back in the day yeah. that did. Now their frame was a little bit bigger than the standard frame that I use. They used, uh, you know, the, the next size up. Would you bend that frame anyway? Would no, you? I don't have to because with the, without the tape, it fits right in that little groove in the roof of my mouth. So gotcha. I, I don't have any problem with that. So, so. for most of the listeners listen, that will listen to this, a, a, a diaphragm is built out of uh, latex. It has a metal frame that folds back over itself to, to capture that latex. And then it has the... Uh, help me out, I went... Uh, the tape? The tape. Yep. Then it has the tape. So he's just running a frame without the tape, and it's it's a very small. So you'd have to you'd have to actually have to see one, yeah. but um, it's it's, it's a gonna, very. I was going to take one out and show it to you, but they can't see it. Can it's, yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's just a very unique because that tape is what everybody does see, you know, and, and the latex is what you like running. What's your what's your call of choice? I like a combo call. Yeah, you know, it's pretty versatile. I like a V-cut to strike them because it's loud and yeah. nasty. You can cut on it, you know, and, and try to uh, make one gobble. And, and then I go usually go to the combo. And if he hangs up on me, I use a little cutter-type call to soft yelp and cluck and curl with. Okay. Well, Joe, you, you are going to be inducted into the NWTF Hall of Fame. How has that sunk in yet to you? I don't know. I don't really think so. I'm pretty well humbled. With the guys that are in it right now, you know, they're my heroes. You know, Dick Kirby and Walter Parrott and Denny Govis and so many more, you know. And tomorrow, who's getting inducted is Ray I, one of my one of my heroes. And Preston Pittman is another You're one. You're giving me cold chills, Joe. <laughs> and, and, and Tom Stuckey and, and, you know, the great Chris Parrish. You know, he's he's as good as there ever was on stage. And and to be in with those guys, I'm I'm pretty well humbled. That's, per, that's, that's a... That's a remark that a lot of people probably want to achieve. Probably doesn't matter how many turkeys you kill, what you've done. I'm sure you've done a lot more off stage than you've ever done on stage. And you may be, you may be a Hall of Fame person in this building to a lot of people, but I'm sure back at home you're a Hall of Fame to your family and your kids because I, I'm friends with you on social media and I see everything that you do and that there's not a person that goes undone that kills a turkey or a deer that you may not even know. You didn't even know some, something I posted a while, like a last year, and you said, good job. So there's nothing undone about you. So you're a fantastic guy. Well, I appreciate that. You know, like I said, this this kind of award would, you know, makes you kind of humble. That's right. You know, with the, with the greats that are in there. That's know? right. And I miss, I miss, you know, the other one, Knight and Hale's in there, David and Harold's in there, good buddies of mine, and I think the world of them, you know. So there's some really – good heroes in there of mine that's already in there that's awesome you know our slogan over here is kind of it's called mount the memories and we when we do this podcast we've had a few folks that's done this podcast with us that passed away and went on 
one day this podcast is all we'll have to look back on or a photo you know one day we'll all be gone somebody can go back and say my grandpa or my great grandpa mr joe drake is in that hall of fame he was on that talk about it outdoors podcast he had this facebook where he killed these turkeys out west or wherever he went he went up to illinois and killed his deer and stuff you know so that's what we strive to do and and i just appreciate you for it man i appreciate appreciate you having me i appreciate what you stand for and um what is I want to ask you real quick because I heard it like I told you earlier before we started this we had a podcast I listened to a podcast a while back with Michael Waddell how was it watching him grow up and develop from what he started at to what he is now well I I watched him grow up for, for real I seen him and Ricky Joe Bishop come into the first Georgia State championship that they ever that they ever tried you know Michael was just a kid yeah a kid and he had he's just blooming with talent calling talent and i thought that he would be the one to take off and it was ricky joe really ricky joe won this twice okay you know and and they're buddies you know they run yeah. together yeah. and uh especially back then and, and nobody had a lot of money down back then you know everybody kind of piled in one car and took off and you know so that's kind of what what happened with with michael and then but i think michael michael waddell's over the hump yeah. <laughs> I think he did real good. Yeah. That, that that southern slang he's got and all that line of BS that he runs <laughs> made him rich. <laughs> made him rich. I'm with you, Michael. You hear me talking about you, buddy? <laughs> uh, he done very well for himself. Oh, he's too. a great guy, too. He's and you guy. you were actually part of the Realtree Post staff for a while, correct? Yes, I was with them for about 31 years. That's a, that's a fantastic. Yeah. I'm sure you had a great relationship with them. So what's up? What's up for 2022 for you? You got any special hunts planned? No, we uh, we go out west in uh, Wyoming and we guide out there. Me and my son do. Oh, really? Yeah, and we uh, that's pretty much it. We go to Georgia and Alabama and Mississippi, and we just hunt down here. We used to go to Illinois a lot up there. I got Ken up there, and there used to be turkeys up there everywhere, but they're they're gone. Yeah. You know, there's there's not the. I mean, you know, they're not totally gone, but. There's nothing up there. You could go out there and hear five or six every morning. You're lucky to hear one now. Yeah. And it's, I think mainly up there, the, the fur bears up there have taken over the predators. You know, the price went out of the hides and stuff. You can't sell them anymore. People just quit, and they took over. Yeah. So it's, it's a shame, and we're going to have to do something, or we're going to lose them. You know what I mean? I agree with you because it's 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 dropped in Georgia. And, and, oh yeah. And I'm not against the I'm not against the law change, but and there's a lot of podcasts out there that's trying to help help the situation. And I think a lot of people's trying to do a good thing for it. I think people are starting to trap now, and um, I think there's ways that we can help. I think we can all pitch in and help. You know? Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm guilty of myself. I could help. I could do better. I got a guy trapping our place right now as we speak. Really? Yeah. What's the What do you think the primary? You think it's uh, you think it's raccoons? You think it's possums? What do you think it is? Well, on our particular, well, in a lot of places down home, hogs have taken over. And if you've ever seen a group of hogs go down through a bottom or across a ridge, they they don't leave a leaf unturned. Right. And you know what they're going to do to a nest if they run across it. But when you've got coyote, I mean coyotes and bobcats and foxes and coons and and anything that'll that'll bust up a nest, skunks, anything like that. You know, that poor old hen ain't got a chance. You know what I mean? And she's got to sit there for like, what, 28 days after she starts. Right. And it's a nightmare. You know, from from the time they're laid, there's something trying to eat that, that 
that's, that's right. So. And I think from the turnout here, this is my first time here, Joe. This is my first time. So I don't know what you think about the show, but from yesterday and today, and I'm sure tomorrow's even going to be better, I'm sure just the people going around, if all these people band together and help, and I know it's starting to be a popular sport from some of these public land hunters, people's wanting to get out and do a DIY, and I think that if they all band together, I think we can turn this thing back around because I think there's some good support behind it from Dave Owens over at the Penhody Project, um, the hunting public guys. I think there's a I think there's a way that we can get out and, and make this a better place for all of us in the I future. Think, I think you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. We have, you got to band together on this and and take care of business, and I I believe we can turn it around. Yeah, and I don't mind the law changes so much. I don't want them to take our turkey hunting completely away by no means. Because once they take something away, we may not get it back. But I do think that we got to help one another, and I don't know what what we got to do. But I think we'll I think we'll I think we'll get over that hump, and I think we'll fix it. I hope so. I I just hope we hadn't waited too late. To, you know, like the, like the quail and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, but with this with this falling right here, and there and there's other things too. There's other you That's know right. there's other like people in there. that's grouped together trying to help the wild turkey. That's right. So 2020 was the last show here. They didn't have nothing for 2021. What do you think about the turnout? Was you excited to get here and see everybody again? Oh yeah. Do you I think mean, do you think it's been a good turnout? This is this, for me, this is another family. This is my calling family. Yes. And we're all here, you know, we're either judging now or MCing or some of them are still calling. Not many back when I was calling are calling now. But a few, a few are still calling, but it's good to see everybody. Yeah, I'm glad right. this mess is slowing down and folks are getting out. That's right. That's what we need to do. Well, Joe, I appreciate you coming over here. I appreciate John bringing you over here for this over at Pistol Creek. Right. You are now a member of Pistol Creek. I am. And I believe your brother, is that your brother? Son. That's your son. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now is a member of Pistol Creek. I saw that this morning on Facebook. Yep. yep. So congratulations. Wherever to you. I go, it's kind of a family deal. If, if you can't take them, I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. And um, you know, I, I became friends with Chris and John last year at the GON Outdoor Blast, and they're some amazing guys, man. So they I want I want to thank them for introducing me to you, and they've introduced me to much, a lot of, a lot of other people here too. So they know a lot of people. They're good people. Yeah, they are. So. We're going to keep growing this podcast. Y'all going to keep growing Pistol Creek, and uh, we never know where this thing may go. Maybe big time. That's right, brother. Thanks for coming over here, Joe. My pleasure. All right, All right everybody. We're wrapping up here on uh, Friday afternoon. Hunt Club stopped by. We got Culpepper with us. We got the one and only Mr. Michael Pitts. You'll know when Michael Pitts talks first, because normally his stash will do a little scrub on the mic, and then his voice comes in. <laughs> there he is. What are you boys uh you boys enjoyed the show so far? Yeah, man, it's been good. It's uh, like we said earlier, I wish I had a pair of roller skates because, man, my, my thighs and my knees and feet, I think it's a sure sign I'm getting old. But it's been, it's been a good show, just a lot of feet time. This is the first time y'all brought Hunt Club up here, correct? Yeah, this is the first time we brought Hunt Club anywhere. So. How's, how's the buzz around it? It's been good. It's just we're selling some T-shirts and uh, hats and hoodies and koozies. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people come by looking at the loop. We got a lot of turkey footage, so it's, it's been good. It is, man. And, I, and I, I was talking to somebody earlier, and I was telling him, I said, have you guys has any? Have you guys watched the video? Yeah, I think it was about the time you guys started last year. Y'all took Daryl Singletary's boys. Yep. And y'all put that video out, man. You talking about almost a tearjerker. Oh, man, it that's was. A, that's a great it was, one. And I, it's funny you were re reliving that because they actually came. Holly brought them by the booth earlier today, and they came by. And, okay. uh, and they're, they're fired up going again, man. But, yeah, oh, that, that's always a uh, – 
you know, it's, it, it never gets easy with something like that. But every year, that's a sentimental hunt and taking them boys. Well, I think you guys are. I think you guys are doing something special because you guys will do something like that that'll take that'll just touch the heart of somebody, and then you'll go to Florida and hunt and need a T-shirt. For somebody to take a picture, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and a guy will be standing over there next to the side beside shirtless. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll you go from a you go from a tearjerker to, to a pits with no shirt, drinking a tall boy. Pits, hey, buggy. You know, sometimes you just got to put out the vibe. Pits, you know, did you have feeling? That's the thing about pits; he puts out the vibe twenty four seven. The only thing I was missing was a mullet, yeah. and oh, it's something man. I've always wanted, but I don't want to go through the growing process of it. I wish it could just appear overnight, but. Pits, how we'll many, how many likes and stuff did you get off that? I don't know. It, it got ugly. I, I somebody he, he was getting courier pigeon fan mail off that deal. He was getting <laughs> all kind of stuff. So he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some girl said I had moobs, whatever that meant. <laughs> you know, I guess I guess that's man boobs. Can uh, I say that yeah. on here? Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> okay, can. Okay, just making sure. Um, but it kind of offended me a little bit, but then I laughed about it. So how, how's the, I know you guys have been up here several times. How's the buzz since they took a year off? Basically, do you think it's do you think the show is like really rebounded? Man, and really, it, it seems to me like it's strong. Like I said, it, you know, I, I haven't been here. Uh, it's been I don't I can't remember if I came the last time they had it, but it's different. It's different for me to look at it. I've walked around a little bit because I've never actually sat in the work in the booth, you know, at NWTF. So, okay. But it, but it has – it seemed to be – it's got its, its stretches and, and, and times, but it, overall it's been yeah. – today was kicking, you know. I'm excited about tomorrow. But I think tomorrow is going to be wide open because a lot of times – I got out like one time to walk around and I couldn't go nowhere. So I can imagine Saturday's going to be very good. I know. I, I'm thinking next year, if it's like this, I think we're going to have us a bull peanut stand. We can sell bull peanuts. <laughs> I feel like we'd do better hey, on that in T-shirts. I'll tell you yeah, what. Shoot, I'm going to be the first customer. Yeah. I can promise you that. i tell you what you should do. You should re- recreate that side-by-side. You need a corner booth, side-by-side, pits on the back of it with a Bud Light. Exactly. That, 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 and, that, and let pits run the funnel cake and bull peanut stand. That's what, Shirtless. That's what I think. <laughs> Pitts, have you enjoyed yourself so far? Yeah, it's been a great show. Uh, yesterday was a little slow. They changed it from Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And, you know, I think the only people that were here yesterday were the people that took off work. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Friday and Saturday is definitely going to be a lot more packed. Today's been real packed, which is Friday. And tomorrow, I think, it's going to be crazy. I think so, it'll be a barn burner. Yeah, it's going to be a barn burner tomorrow for sure. So Boy, there's yeah. a lot of people here today. I mean, like you said, it's hard to get out and walk around. So. It is. Y'all y'all hammered on the deer up in Pennsylvania too, boys. Wasn't it Pennsylvania? Well, we, Maryland. Uh, Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. Maryland. Right, Maryland. Maryland. And then and then we put a pretty good dent in Tennessee. So. Maryland, that's right. That's when y'all had Pitt's truck loaded down, son. Y'all look yeah. like y'all look like the <laughs> clampings. There, there's no doubt. There's, oh, yeah, we laid. That was actually Pitt's. That's just, that was the first buck, Maryland buck he got. Yeah, was. I think somebody just hit a coyote call over there I think so. Somebody's over our house. That's old Duke. That's old Bo Brooks over there. (laughs) TikToker. Um, What are you guys guys looking forward to the rest of the year, rest of this show? Man, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully selling a few more T-shirts and then getting to sit down. So I'm like, that's <laughs> right. That's and right. then we're getting. It won't be long. We'll be hitting the road turkey season. So what's spinning off of that? Where are you guys planning on going this we're year? We're going. We're going to kick it off in South Florida. We're leaving March third. Okay. And then, um, uh, me and Drake will head down there, and then we're going to work our way back up to uh, Mississippi. And so, uh, and then we pretty much. So we pretty much go. You know, go from start to finish, just yeah. trying to hit it out where the where the we got our options and where the seasons are open. So, y'all gonna let Pitts tag along? Pitt, well, I, it's not even that really. Pitts, you got to understand my Pitts. He just shows up places. So oh, I just, like, yeah, I just, just appear. <laughs> see what it is is I listen like in a, on their conversations, <laughs> and then I buy my own ticket and just appear. So. Well, he's 
he's, you know. He's 24 on and 48 off, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he just, he's, he's got like, two free days. That's we right. call him Pitch Houdini. He just shows up. He just, <laughs> he just comes out of the spare bedroom sometimes. <laughs> well, man, I, I really do appreciate y'all coming over here. I know it wasn't long. It was only five or six minutes, but I appreciate y'all coming over here. We'll swing back up and do another episode. Heck yeah. Let's, let's follow up after turkey season and do something. Um, real quick before we go, I don't really know how I want to ask this, but, you know, I want everybody to continue to pray for Bone. I know he's going through something very terrible. Um, I know you had an accident earlier in the year for anybody that follows you, and I know people are praying hard for you, and I just ask the people to continue to pray for that community down there that you guys bring because y'all are a big staple in the industry, and y'all, I mean, I hope y'all know that. And, you know, y'all's, y'all's best friend down there, he's going through what he's going through, and I hope he gets over the lead. Well, so, th- thank you, and yeah, I, I personally thank you. And then, I, you know, there is, there's a lot of folks. It's amazing. Um, you know, we were actually talking about this last night. It's just amazing that the, the community, this hunting community has come around and, 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 right. and, and been praying for him and, and uh, pulling him through this and going through a tough time. But like I said, if it's, he's a, one of the most, and Pitts knows Travis very, very well. He's one of the most optimistic, uplifting folks. You know, not only actually him personally, but he always helping somebody else and, and, getting, and being the positive side, positive light. And so, it's 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 good to see it, people to return the favor to hand when going through a tough time. It is. It's yeah. it's we've we've all been together as a hunting community. You can look anywhere and see somebody sharing something on bone and, and you know pray for him, pray for him. This it doesn't matter. It's not, it's not a it's not a real tree or a mossy oak thing or any 100%. of this. It's everybody. Right. It's all and we're all one. We're all one family. I agree, hundred so. percent. That's well said. That's what we need to continue to strive to be. Yeah. So one hundred percent. Yeah. Pitch, you got anything to leave with them? Man, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it out with a I'm ready to turkey hunt. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate it, fellas. Yeah. Yes, hey, thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. It. Yeah. You got anything, Cody? No, I'm good. Come okay. on, say something, Cody. <laughs> Please. No, hold, hey, wait. Don't cut it off, Cody. Say something. <laughs> say it. I, say it. Ever since I pictured you again without your shirt off, I'm speechless. <laughs> so I'm that. Hey, I was even speechless. <laughs> I want I want everybody to feel the <laughs> go ahead leave that on. What is it? Was it Saturday morning here at NWTF? Cody coming to you live. <laughs> Nick's got a little. What happened to your voice, Nick? Where's it at? We had a little bit too much fun last night, boys. <laughs> you sing a dinosaur pretty loud about you know about midnight, I think. When he found out, when I found out that guy at that little bar could play dinosaur, son, I was on cloud nine. A little Hank come out, and then we started. We danced a little bit. We did dance a little bit. I twirled some old lady from South Carolina. It was a good time. Is he, is he going to sing a little bit now? You want to sing a little bit right I now? I better not sing right now. Though. We don't want to turn this podcast into a radio show yet. We got the one and only Sean Lundy here with us. He uh, he stopped by a couple times and uh, how's it been going, man? It's been going good. Been going good. Enjoying it. The deer season went good. Getting ready to go full bar into turkey season, but uh, just happy to be here. How's the show been? Uh, critical mass. What? No. How how's the the NWTF been? Do you it's think it's been it's been good? I I'm expecting usually Saturdays to be slam packed. Right. But um, I think part of it is last year they canceled it because of the yeah. whole COVID and stuff. So. Overall, it's—I mean—I think it's a pretty decent turnout too. So yeah, we we were uh, we were wondering how that was going to impact because they didn't have it last year. We were thinking, well, my take well on it was like I think people are going to want to come out and get back to some normalcy. It, it, that, absolutely, but not getting into the politics stuff. But the hunting industry, the outdoors and stuff, I, we for the most part have really pushed through in the last few years to try to keep things as normal as possible. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, even when the COVID was hitting pretty big and we were still trying to find ways to get together yeah. and still kind of 
deal with, uh, I guess, whatever the mandates were and stuff, but still have a good time. So. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Everybody everybody seems to be super happy to be out. and It's been it's been awesome, and it's already starting to get packed here, and it's, you know, it's barely just open. So, oh, yeah. Sean, how was your deer season? Deer season? Um, overall, it was good. Me and my son were able to knock down five decent deer. I mean, it's, uh, that's traveling through a bunch of states, but with that, it was probably one of our best seasons, but we, we probably messed up more and made more mistakes this season, too, than uh, yeah. a, a lot that got away. The season could have been better, but, heck, I, I mean, to be honest, it overall was a rock star season in my mind. Sean, uh, we, had, we had you on a couple of months back on the podcast, and it was, it was a great episode. And for everybody listening, that, go back and go find that episode because you're such a down-to-earth guy. You've came by the booth number, a number of times this weekend, and, and showed your love for us, and, and we we want to say we appreciate it from over here at us. Um, everything that you guys do with Jury, everything you guys stand for, that's what we appreciate because you and Greg and Rick, all those guys are always complimenting on us or liking something or doing something like that on our social media page. So we can't think of Absolutely. enough. No, we, we appreciate. It. We're to be part of the whole Jury team, and it's and you've been around the guys. Yeah, they're they are. And, the industry itself are really majority just good, good people, but there's something special about juries. I mean, from where they started, where they're at now, and they still kind of keep it where it's every day. It's not all about the harvest, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I think their shows show it. It's, it's the whole story. It's the preparation. It's the, the bonding, the friendships, the memories made, and really promoting the outdoors. So. That's right. Are you but, going in? Are you going in out of state anywhere turkey hunting this year? Yeah, I'm going to be heading out to Tennessee, Kentucky. Um, naturally, my Illinois and our yep. home state of Indiana, but I, I try to. I'm not going as much as I went last year. So I mean, deer season gets so busy. Like the wife, a lot of times, you know, you got you got to keep Mama happy. We try to slow down a little bit on turkey season, but she's my wife's ate up with turkey hunting too, so that does help the fact. But yeah, we're doing a little bit of traveling, and then just that's it, getting into summer preparation. And deer season will be here soon. It won't be long. <laughs> it won't be long. So <laughs> definitely. Well, we just we appreciate you taking the time stopping by. You stopped by several times and talked to us, and Absolutely. man, that means a lot to us. You, you guys rock. You guys are another one of those podcasts too that literally it's down to earth. It's not like, like I think you guys could pull a show and not have never have a script. Say, let's just get on. Let's talk hunting. You that's know, what yeah. we, that's what we do. That's it. You, you we know, never script anything. That's exactly, and that, that's really in my mind makes the best. It's. You take the mics away, take everything else away. It's truly just sitting there. The only thing missing is a couple of cold ones and a campfire. That's, that's right. right. Really, that's, that's, right. that's, that's right. what it comes down to, and that's why I've always enjoyed you guys. So. I and appreciate that's, it. And Absolutely. that's what I really love about guys like you. I feel like we could show up at the deer camp, and you would be there, and you wouldn't. It would just be like a couple that's buddies it. hanging out. I mean, yeah. it's just like normal. like we just seen each other a day or something. Yeah, that's something. it. There you that's go. It. Absolutely. So. Well, Sean, we uh, we hope you enjoy your rest of your time here. Y'all make it home safe. And Absolutely. We got a, another long day today, and then we'll travel home tomorrow. So That's it. You got it. We look forward to seeing what you uh, knock down this turkey season. Uh, we're, we're, hoping, we're hoping for a good one, but I, it's, I think turkey season, to me, I, I don't know, deer season can be stressful sometimes. Turkey season, that's what I love about turkey hunting. A deer, you mess up on a good deer, your season may be over on it. Yeah. You mess up on a few times. It's like, for some reason, when they get back up in the tree, it's like a reset button. The next morning, it's like opening day all over. Yes, you, know, right. you just throw something different at them. You know, it's, the game's not over. So That's right. But no, I appreciate you guys having yeah, me on the show, absolutely. and I will definitely be back. So. Yeah, well, we'll be we'll be staying in touch. We stay in touch with you quite a bit. So we I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Sean. I wish I'd have done this yesterday now because 
Last night's catching up to me. <laughs> uh, don't, don't hold that against me. No, no, just keep pounding the coffee, buddy. You'll be fine, bro. Uh, uh, all right, well, we'll be back on here later on. Everybody, everybody Sean Lundy, y'all check him out. The stage, I know my, my voice is almost gone. I've been talking all day long to everybody out here trying to get people over here. I lost it. It's, it's a packed house here on Saturday. We haven't done much. It's probably three. And none other, none other than Mr. Cus Strickland has stopped by. He's been over here chatting with RP. RP's already set him up with a knife. I don't know what kind of deal they got worked out, but they're both excited. RP can't stand himself over there. He's, <laughs> he's got his arms crossed. He's so excited. So, Cuz, what do you think of the hype that's going on around here right now? You know, I don't know how many of these I've been to, but I'm pretty sure it was all of them. Yeah. And I was so ready to get back to this because we didn't have it, you know, whatever. And uh, it's like nobody here is wearing a mask. They're all spending money. And they, they asked me to open the show. I don't know if you were here. Yep. Yeah. But I got up on and I didn't know what I was going to say. I got up on that box and I said, you know what? I said, yeah, I know y'all are excited to be here. And people yelled. And I said, you're not, any, you're not anywhere near as excited as people in there in the booths because they need this. They need everybody doing commerce. They need everybody shaking hands and hugging one another. And uh, there's no place better to do it than at the NWTF show. That's why Mossy Oak, we've been shoulder to shoulder with them forever. But this show's different. I've worked them all. Harrisburg, anything you can think of, I've done it. This one's more about coming back and seeing old friends and That's saying right. hey and hugging necks. And it's just a special, special place. And I didn't just wander by here. I came by here looking for you guys to thank you for having me on your podcast earlier because y'all get it and i'm proud to, that i was on there uh we're proud of it I, I tune in every week to listen to fistful of dirt and if you're not you need to because the stuff you got coming out but i've got to ask is this the countdown to the fly down it is, is you it? know I, yeah i hadn't started it officially. <laughs> I, know. Officially. I know i hadn't started officially yet but i tell you what i did i went in my phone the other night and I moved the pictures I'm gonna I'm gonna post to a folder, and I said I'm gonna start Monday. You know I got that that'll give me a, you don't want to do it for 30 days, <laughs> but a couple of weeks will be good. And they're they're mostly pictures of the wounded vets I've dealt with in Florida because that's where we open up our hunt every year. South Florida, wounded veterans, the Florida Cattlemen's Association. So. That, that's my countdown is going to be the countdown to that fly down, which is. I love that saying. I yeah. love that. So. And, and, and talking about that, talking about that veteran hunt, that's what RP and Cuz had, had worked out. RP wanted to be a part of it so much that, you know, he gave him one of those, the knives that he builds with a turkey foot. And he wants that to get to the right. And you're going to, you're going to make sure that gets in the right hands. And, you know, he didn't want any recognition for it or anything like that. But I think it goes without saying that, you know, us just all helping each other out and wanting to give back to the, you know, the the vets and the disability, you know, disability hunters and everything. It's it's, it's truly awesome. So, kudos on that, RP. Oh no, thanks, Cut. Man, <laughs> it's you pretty it awesome. Easy. I told I told RP. I said I'm gonna give that knife to General Randy West. He's a three-star. General. I mean, this guy's and he's an ordained minister, 35 years, 40 years in the Marine Corps, and he handpicks these. It's usually 10. We do five at the first right. camp, five at the second camp. And I'm going to hand that to him. And I say, General West, I'll show him the name. And the stuff. I said, 
however that can help. That's yeah. that's a really expensive handmade knife because he has his own place up there, and uh, I think it's in Virginia where he brings okay. hunters on his own dime. And if he can auction that off and make oh, some money, man. he'll have a great story. And whatever it is, I'm going to take the picture and send RP what we're going to do. That would be awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. You'll always be a part of that, RP. Oh, absolutely. What's, what's Cranky thinking about the hype around here? Cranky is thinking about one thing right now. He is in trapper mode. Trapper mode. I had Cranky. You know, Cranky had a great deer season. He killed a big deer, then he killed a doe. He asked, got him a fox. And we were sitting there, and he said, Pop, when are we going to start trapping? I said, after deer season. And he said, he looks at me and I said, let's close deer season right now. <laughs> deer season's closed, he I said. I said, okay, but here's the deal. Cranky just turned 10. His birthday was last week. And he has his own trap line. Now, it's it's just coon, coon traps. They call them DPs, you know, the little yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He has 10 of them. And he cocks those things. He puts them in the ground, and he baits them himself. And he picks the spots, and he runs his own trap line. That's awesome. At age 10, and he loves it. Two things. Cranky, everybody thinks it's about turkeys, and he loves that. Cranky is about trapping and cool knives. And there's no way I'm going to show him the knife to all people. <laughs> He's walking this show right now, and he'll come get me. He said, Pop, I found the knife. Really? At some point. That's I, I heard from your wife that he's carrying a marker around for autographs. Oh, yeah. He, he'll sign more hats than me this week. <laughs> That's awesome. He's a cat, man. I'm telling you, he's something. Well, I know you guys down there at Mossy Oak are ready for uh, turkey season, and there's a lot of big changes going on across state to state. Do you think this is going to be beneficial to all of us in the near future to keep the birds around? You know, I, I've done four seminars since I've been here. Two of them are on trapping, and I'm, I'm not like the trapper yet. I, I didn't deserve that title, and I, but I'm getting there. Yeah. But I, what I did was introduce Alan Probst. His company's called North American Trapping, and I've trapped with him on the line, and this guy's awesome. I've learned so much from him. But I, and people are always like, why is the turkey population down? Why is it down? Why is it down? I'm, I'm not a biologist. I've seen the good days. I was, I was in them. And I'd love for them to get back there. Now, what's causing that? I don't know. Is it pesticides? Is it chicken? I don't have any of those answers, but I can tell you this. In 1986, and I think it was Missouri, they trapped like 260,000 coons because they used to keep pretty good records. Mm -hmm. Last year it was like 3,300. Wow. Here's the thing. One coon, one nest predator. They did a survey. This was in North Florida. And one nest predator averages 1.5 nests destroyed per season. So you think about this. You, you catch 10 coons. That's 15 nests, at least, that you just saved. That's right. And that's possums. And all. Now, they're nest predators and... It's like some people ain't for trapping, but if you want to do something yourself instead of, you know, get on the Internet or Instagram and complain, <laughs> go buy you 10 DP coon traps, easiest thing there is in the world, my son, my Cranky's doing it, and start catching some nest raiders. That, that's an issue. I don't care where you live. That's kind of my soapbox right now. It's like, let's go trap some <clears throat> nest raiders. Last night you emceed the Polts. The juniors and the intermediate. How 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 exciting was that for you? And how would you like to call against some of them kids? Oh my God! Here's, here's the deal: the NWTF with our PR people and marketing, that they'll call and they they want to sign you up for. For me, they yeah. want to sign me up for a lot of stuff. 
And uh, they gave me the choice. I said, I want to I MC the kids. Yeah. And uh, I had my whole family down there in the front row, and I had my phone up here. And I've done that a lot, so I'm pretty comfortable. And after, like, the third kid, and these were, like, 10 and under. And after the third one, I sent my wife a text. I said, I would not enter this contest. <laughs> and and it, the longer it went on, the better they got. And I see these little bitty kids up there with a giant paddle box. Kiki in on a box. I can't, I can't do it. Just I didn't even know you could do I that. Know that either. And they have their routine, and you know they set their stuff down. Yeah. I got to tell you a quick story. You got and I told this last night. I said the first call, and I was pretty good. I was getting really good. I could yell and bubble. My buddy told me, he said, you got to get in that big contest. It was the Gulf States Classic. And they were giving away like 3500 bucks or something. And I told and I was like, hey, I can win that. I was yipping good. So we go to enter the contest. This is before anybody knew me. And I walk in there, and it was like 25 bucks, which I didn't have. And I gave them my money, signed up for the contest. And then I slid down, and there's the calls. And I was good at yep, and there wasn't a yep on the thing. And I was looking at that list, tree call, fly down, cackle, and I went to ask Bubba, what in the world is a Kiki run? <laughs> and I turned around to him, who was entering too, and he was gone. Well, that about that time, they called. All the callers come to the room. And, and these names ain't going to mean something to a lot of y'all. But I went over there and opened the door to my first caller contest, and I see Harold Mike. Dick Kirby, yep. Terry Rome, Denny Govis, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what have I just done? <laughs> so I, my mind went from, I'm going to win all this money to, Lord, don't let me finish last. <laughs> and I didn't. I finished next to last. I beat a 70-year-old guy with a box call <laughs> who also didn't know what a Kiki run was. But I'll tell you what, I've done the same thing this year. And I thought, man, I'm, I'm pretty decent at calling until you get in there. But it's made me practice harder. When you hear those guys, it makes you it makes you want to be strive to be better because those guys are on a different level already. Yeah. So, and I think I think everybody needs to at least try it once to see what it's like. Just so they'll know what that nerve is like. I, I got in eight or ten contests, never did well in any of them. I figured out really quick. I'm I'm the MC judge kind of guy, and I can handle. I've MC the world this one three or four times and I love that. Man, my nerves came out. And I, look, I can get up and talk to 10,000 people. It doesn't bother me in the least. But to put a turkey call on my hand to walk out there and them lights, yes, that's a different kind of nerve. Anyway. Hey, who, um, who's somebody you haven't turkey hunted with yet that you'd like to go with? You know, I, I've been with so many it's crazy. I was blessed to take uh Colonel Tom Kelly to kill his first Rio. I was such a huge fan of his when I met him. I was a little starstruck. I didn't want to. It was crazy. I was like, because I read all his books, and when I went turkey hunting with him the first morning, I didn't take anything but my camera gear. I did have my tube called tucked below my shirt. And it's a funny story. And he yelped a couple of times. Turkey slid down, went the other way. And then we'd walk around. He had a crow call that was about the size of a cigarette. And he, oh, oh, and that was it. So we went. He didn't hunt in the afternoon. Went back the next morning, same spot, same two turkeys got. And uh, he and he did the same thing. Turkeys flew down, went the other way. Same thing. So we're walking around and talking. I'm like still in awe. And we get to this beautiful creek bottom. 
cool, no wind, and he blows that crow call. And I said, Mr. Kelly, would you mind if I yelled one time? And I can't tell you what he said. He's pretty rough like <laughs> you. Know? And I hit that two call. Pop, pop. Wow. Turkey gobble. And he grabs that two call by the lanyard and pulls me over. He said, why ain't you been tooting on that thing the whole time? <laughs> he never done that kind of stuff. So I immediately wanted to take him to kill a Rio. I want him to see a Rio, and I want him to kill a Miriam. And for him to experience that, because he tells a great story, and it was like 1962, he hunted every day. Never heard a turkey. Wow. That's how tough it was back then. Man. His turkey vest was a look magazine. He would, wait, he would roll it up and set it on the ground. And it's like, it's so fun. So when I got to turkey hunt with him, it was kind of over with. The one person I'd love to turkey hunt with, I can't, it's my dad, he passed away. But he was uh, avid outdoors and loved to fish and all that. And I got into turkey hunting stuff late and he kind of missed all that when I wrote the books and all that. So if I could take one person and let him see this madness, it would probably be him. But it was, uh, he was better outdoorsman than I'll ever be, but he wasn't into turkeys. When are you going to get to go with Dave Owens? You know you what? You got that I, set up yet? Yeah, I, I tell people all the time here, because it's a, it's a different world. Everybody learns their stuff from YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And, and let me tell you something, I'm a fan. My BS meter goes off real easy. Right. I've made a living out of reading people. I have. And I watched about eight of his videos on YouTube, and I told my wife, I said, that's a turkey killer right there. That guy. Look, not only has he got that mindset, you think about this, he's got that proper mindset. He's got that little bitty body where he can run up that mountain, and he won the Grand Nationals. How much more deadly could you be? That's quite the combination. He might win today. Yeah, he possibly could, but I, I've, I've made friends with him, and I told him, I said, one day I'm going to film you turkey hunting, but you going with me. Because I'm going where it's flat. Yeah. We, ain't cli- we ain't climbing them hills. I mean, them days are over. Yeah. So I got a lot of admiration for him. And I'm, look, that's why I promote you guys. That's why I promote him. I'm ready for the second wave to come in and take over. You know, yeah. me and Harold, we kind of had our day. My days of stopping at the trailhead and gone. But I'm personally, I'm excited about seeing what's coming up behind us. Yeah, the numbers may be down, but numbers are down. A lot of stuff, people ain't getting out. All this crowd encourages getting out, doing stuff. And, and Dave's a great teacher. So, I'm, hey, I'm a fan, but I if I too. go hunting with Dave Owens, it's going to be in my dirt and flat ground. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. Talking about Dave Owens, uh, Dave better be ha- happy that that boy was calling in the intermediate yesterday and old enough to call with them. Matt Presley. Matt Presley, boy, yeah. he uh, – if, if you were in there and watching it, we was, we was. When he started calling, I know my mouth hit the floor, I had to pick it up. <laughs> I was like, why is he not in the Grand National thing? He's not but, old enough, right? He's 19, yeah. Him something. When he moves up there, yeah, oh, they better watch out. Yep. It's crazy. No, like you just said, though, there's there's people that's moving on yeah. in, the, in the industry, and uh, the younger people, generation, needs to step up, and we need to do more. And I think by using this stuff, the social media stuff that we've been fortunate enough with, we've got to get that message out there, and we've got to get people out there. And I think this is doing a good job to get everybody out there. I think Dave's doing a good job. I think those guys at Spring Legion, your podcast, everybody out there is helping out between the times. RP's doing stuff and helping people out. I think it's we all band together. We're one big family at the end of the day. Yeah, that's right. That's very important. And, you know, people need to know 
here's the deal, and I, I've traveled a lot. I've seen it all. I saw the outdoor industry from nothing to what it is now. But I can tell you this: it's hunting ain't like golf. If you really watch, if you watch Tiger Woods and got all fired up, you could go to the country club and get a lesson, thirty bucks for thirty minutes. You can't do that in this. No. You have got to have a mentor of some kind. Now, if here, think about this. If you introduce one person, now it might take a couple of weeks. That's a big commitment, especially when people are busy. But if everybody did that and grabbed one person who really wants to live your lifestyle and introduced them, bam, we double our numbers in one year. That's right. It's just all about a little commitment because it's so hard to learn. People are intimidated by turkey calling and planting food plots and doing all that. And who better to teach them than us? Only so much you can learn on YouTube, especially turkey hunting. I had a guy in the seminar a while ago. He said, give me one tip. He said, I'm wanting to do it into this so bad. I said, look, he's in a deer camp. I said, find one guy that turkey hunts and go with him. Don't take a gun. Say, look, I just want to watch you. And I said, he'll teach you if you're not trying to kill his turkey because Tom Kelly said a goblin turkey is the hardest thing you'll ever give away. <laughs> but I said, go with somebody who knows what they're doing because there's so many little nuances in there. But it's the greatest hunt on the planet. If you do it right. It is. Oh, absolutely. It is. As far as I'm concerned. You got any trips planned out of state other than Florida? You going back to Nebraska? Yeah. I'm, uh, here's the deal. And th- this is a funny one here. You know, I went to Nebraska with my boy Bubba, who That's I right. grew, up, grew up with. You know, and, and this was May we went out to that. He hadn't killed a turkey yet. And I hadn't either, but I didn't care. I hadn't seen 20 get shot. But I said, all right, Bubba, we're going. We're going to Nebraska. And he showed up, and we got in my truck, and we took off. I had been to this spot years ago. Matter of fact, I had the CEO of Browning, Travis Hall, one of my good buddies. And he had tagged out at the outfitter, and I said, I know another spot. We bought. We got it back then. You get a tag. And the second place I stopped on this public land, I made a turkey gobble. I said, here we go. Went down there and sat down, had the turkey gobble, and then here comes a guy on a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. Of course, the turkey shut up. But I knew about this spot. So we went, I had a whole day, I had an afternoon, a whole day in the morning. And Bubba killed his turkey that last, it was awesome. So anyway, one of my other buddies pulls up to my house about two months ago, and he's got a brand new white, straight off the parking lot Denali three quarter ton diesel truck and uh, he said cuz we need to go on a road trip I said I got it <laughs> I said you mark out these days between March the 5th and March so I'm taking him and Bubba going back to that public ground in his brand new GMC good for y'all man and uh, yeah I'm also going to I go to Oklahoma my good friend Charlie O'Brien who was the catcher yep. for the Braves when they won the World Series He's got a great deer hunting operation up there, but he don't turkey hunt. And last year, I took Granky and, and Matt, his brother, and my other grandson, walk up there, and they had a ball. That's where we found our old pickup truck, Old Blue, the 79 yep. K10 that's in the weeds was there. And all Matt did all weekend was work on that truck. But he's got some reels up there. And here's the deal. What if them little kids kill a turkey or not? They got to spend three days around a bunch of good men, Charlie O'Brien's about as rough as they get. Of course, he's mellowed out a little bit. But it's, it's important for little boys to see how men act yes. and how they live. Nothing against women. I had all girls. I love them. But here's the deal. Men and women are equal. Women are different. And they're special. 
there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. Little boys need to hang around men to see how, how we act. So that's that's the men's trip every year. But that's that's about it for me. Me and Cranky will get hung up on one down there close to me, and uh, I'll video that. So that's plenty. How, how's Project Old Blue coming along? Project Old Blue is like way ahead of schedule. <laughs> I had so much fun. You know, we were working on we revived. I shipped that. Had to pay to ship the truck down here. <laughs> yep, I remember you telling us. Yep, that. and uh, anyway, it got it. I got it cranked. I was like, holy cow. Did this and did that pretty soon. That thing's running really good. Got the brakes done, uh, dash, seats inside. And now it cranks better than my, my Ram truck. So as soon as turkey season's over, we're going to work on the body. It's uh, Matt wants to save the patina. I was like, Matt, when we get them dents out and that Bondo's on there, that ain't patina. So we're going to try to paint it midnight blues. But that's next, but it's after turkey season. Gotcha. You boys done got any questions for Cuss? I don't have any questions. I just I appreciate everything you're doing. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you said you come over here to see us, but I know you're a busy, busy man, and That's this true. has been a busy week for you. So oh, there he is, Cuss. Cat That's man. Cat man. That's a cat That's man. Cat man. I had my picture made with him. Yeah. He was like the tenth guy on my podcast. Yeah, we had him on the other day too. Jason Bohm, if you ain't following Cat Man on YouTube, That's right. you're That's missing right. out. He is look, his video on about how to catch worms with walnuts. It's had like 10 million views. <laughs> let me let me close this out by telling y'all this, and I may have said it last time. We built Mossy Oak on the back of Outdoor Riders because we didn't have any money. We couldn't buy full-page ads and Outdoor Life, all that. So I, I learned those Outdoor Riders and met them and came and hunt. they came and hunted with us. And what y'all do now is the exact same thing. It's just a different vehicle. People have been slow to, I'm, I'm probably the last one to say this, to accept social media, podcasts, and all that. That is outdoor life. That's field and stream. That's Mississippi game and fish. What you guys do is pushing everything. Whether, you know, there's some PR marketing people might deny that, but trust me, I've seen it all. What you guys do is priceless, and I thank you for it. Well, I don't think we could go unsaid without thanking you for everything that you've done for us in the outdoor industry. I mean, there's so many people here that look up to you. I'm sure you talk to a thousand people a day, if not more than that. So, um, I mean, I don't I don't know how many times you can be thanked for what yeah. you guys do over there at Mossy Oak. I mean, you guys say it first, you know. It's uh, uh, what's Toxie saying uh, that he always uses on that. On yeah. Hey, you got to spend, you can spend your best life outdoors. Right. You can only spend your best life if you're outdoors and he's right you know there's no distractions it's way different it really is and you know i had all girls but i want the one thing i wanted and i talked about it in the seminar so the one thing i wanted my girls to hear was drumming not gobbling not an elk bugling over there not whistling drumming yep. and once they heard that they were hooked yep. now they don't go every day they're not like us but they they'll say pop i want to go turkey hunting yeah. they love that so it, it's a very unique opportunity to, to teach people. And uh, it's here's the deal. Embrace them and, and just show them everything you know. You ain't got to take them to your place, but just embrace them and tell them how to be successful. Yeah, and, so, uh, and something else you guys do that I really admire is talk about buying land, whether it's five acres, three acres, ten acres. Buy that piece of dirt. Work that piece of dirt. 
and make it what you want of it. Yeah. And that's what I enjoy about y'all's podcast also, the way y'all deliver that too. I got a guy up there right now. He's on the podcast this week. His name is Dave Whipple, and yep. he was on season four alone. And, you know, I, that's my favorite show. So the reason I kind of gravitated to him is he had a mossy oak hat, had a mossy oak ball cap on the whole time. The people show up there and they got $10,000 outfits and all yep. this he, he had like <laughs> two flannel shirts and a sweater and a mossy oak hat and almost won it yeah they, oh yeah yeah they were the second last one second mm-hmm. to last ones out but this guy is the, one of the most inspirational people i've ever talked to him and his wife they had nothing he didn't go to college he was pouring concrete him and his wife borrowed the money to buy two acres and he built a little cabin on it stayed in it for a while and he sold it for like three times that then they bought 10 acres and then he did this, and he's like, never says never. And don't say Kane. He said, I've made more mistakes building these, but he said, it's not about the final product. It's about the build. You put this little off-grid cabin on 10 acres, and all of a sudden it's worth five times more. And he's just relentless. And that's what I love is people that say things that are inspiring. Yes. And uh, I was like, man, he turned out to be way cooler. Than I was going to talk about alone, and we immediately went into that land thing. That's right. That's what he wanted I, to share. I listened to that episode, and your season two should drop on t- or episode two should drop Tuesday, right? right? Yeah. So, cuz, thanks for coming by here. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks for being so humble in what you do and the way you carry yourself. Um, over here, talk about it outdoors. We enjoy everything about you, man. So, y'all go and check out Fistful of Dirt if you ain't already. Drops every Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. Anything else, Cuz? That's it, man. I'm proud to be here. Glad that I'm still relevant with the young people. Oh, yeah. That's because I do some social media. That's exactly right. (laughs) But uh, anyway, it's all good. Like I said, I I feel like we got a a tsunami coming of good folks. And, you know, I can see my dad looking at me, rolling his eyes, thinking, what's going to become of the world? Yeah. You know, what have I done? And and being disappointed. And I just really don't feel that with this next crowd. I really don't. I, I, I am fired up. Here's my deal. I look at a young person right now, and I want to apologize going, hey, sorry, we screwed it up so bad. Y'all going to have to fix it. But anyway, I feel good about the conservation part, the wildlife part, because of people like y'all. You go through this show, there's way more young people than it is old people. Sure are. That's encouraging. <laughs> Very encouraging. And there's more good people out there than there are bad people, and I, yes. I truly believe that. So, Cuz, again, thanks for stopping by. Nope. All good? Good. All right, Looking forward to the rest of this show. Thank you. Live from the NWTF one last time here this evening. Who we got on here, Nick? We got Mr. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Dustin Waziak, whatever the hell you say, however you say your last name. It's always that, huh? Between the Tines. Yep. PG-13. Yeah. Been hanging out with us last few days. We've had some good times. Good event. Good event. We've had good some, for y'all. Y'all had some good guests. We've had some great people come by. I hate my dang voice is messed up. Well, you know when? <laughs> Try to hang with the big dogs, you know. When in Rome. <laughs> it, 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 it all work out. Dustin, this is your first time up here, right? Yep, this is my first time. Uh, heck of a time. A lot to take in in just a few days. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a busy, it's been a busy three days. I don't think, I think we knew what we were getting into a little bit, but man, I'm just, I'm beat. I'm just war slapped out. It's been a huge crowd here for sure today. Yeah, it's starting to die off now. I know we got to wrap this stuff up. It's been a great, it's been a great three days. 
sitting behind this booth. We may not have. I guess we talked a good amount, don't you think? I mean, I think oh, we, yeah. I think we, oh, you did good. I think we've done good over here. I mean, yeah, the booth was definitely happening earlier. It was. The yeah. booth stayed, yeah, the booth stayed crowded. A lot of people was hanging out. We had a lot of good conversations with a lot of folks on and off the podcast. We had some really good times off the podcast and the evenings hanging out with some awesome friends. I mean, this is the first time we've hung out with Dustin, his wife, RP, and everybody. Rick was here. Um, man, we had a we had a great time. Fantastic. Yeah. Night. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. Talk about it, Nick. Uh, that's what happens when you get to talking about it. That's folks, right. You lose that voice. That's but, right. No, nah, I mean, it's a good show. I'm excited. I got us locked in for next year, so we will be coming back next year. That would be awesome. Um, I don't even know the booth number. I didn't even get it, but we'll find all that out later. We may we may adjust that booth number because she said she might have something open else, so we might move around a little bit. I don't think it's a bad spot right here where y'all at. Well, we're being, gonna be, on, we're being gonna be on the end. We're going to be towards the front next to Mossy Oak next year right now. Oh, yeah. So, oh, that'll be good. Yeah, so we got an end cap up there next to them, so that'll be good. We'll be right there next to Nomad stuff. So we'll probably keep that move. That'll probably be a good hot place to oh, be. Oh, yeah, good hot spot. You know, Mossy Oak, everything else, pretty popular demand for turkey season and stuff like that. So it'll be good. I think so. Everybody recognizes that voice from the, between the times. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been calling him a coon hat. It's all right. Dustin, where's Ricky at? Ricky is asleep. Well, I kept waiting around, kept waiting around. I never called both of y'all here at the same time. And if we were, I was probably down and out earlier. So I'm starting to get my spunk back here in the afternoon. You sound better than you did about three hours ago. Well, I guess that's what happens when you come to Nashville and have good friends around you. Yep, you come and talk about it. You talk come and talk about, about it. We made, we made lots of memories. Good times, though. If you're not already, go follow Between the Times. Go find them on Instagram. Go check their podcast out. I mean, uh, y'all got several episodes out now. And, oh, yeah. And y'all, are doing, y'all are doing some good things. So Yeah, we're coming up on 30. Yeah, so go check them out. Some good stuff over there. Great guest. Thank y'all for having a, having me on. My better half ain't here, but uh, he's asleep <laughs> at the moment. Which <laughs> happens that to the best sleep. of them. You got any big things coming up over there for y'all? Uh... Let me see. I mean, yeah, we're going to Missouri. Oh, we got pretty, pretty good plans for turkey hunting, you know, out of states as far as like Rio's and which would be in Texas. I'll be in Texas. Ricky will be in Texas. I'll be in Missouri, Louisiana, Mississippi. So we'd be spread thin. I think that'd be pretty good. Sounds like sounds like uh, y'all got any big names coming on the shows. Anybody can look forward to? Uh, we did our we just did our one year episode. It'll be dropping Sunday night, Monday morning. Is it PG thirteen? Uh, no, that's uh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be an adult to listen to that part. But uh, you know, as any podcast, and when you make a year, whether no matter how many episodes you have, we just cut up and have a good time. Yeah. We ball crawfish. Had a few people over. Well, I say a few, probably about forty people. And uh, have some guys from out of town come do podcasts. So it was good. Awesome. I think it's pretty awesome in here. I, can, I like the background noise. A I do bit. too. It'll be loud in the car going down the road. Yeah. It's good. Uh, yep. What else you got, Dustin? Uh, I don't know. Y'all about to go. Hell of a time with y'all boys. Thank Appreciate y'all. It. No, yeah. Nice was, to meet you, Cody. First time ever meeting you. I know. That was, uh, it was a good time. Nick's sure. a hell of a guy. Appreciate it. Uh, Mr. 130, he didn't get to make it. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet I bet he don't miss I don't, out next year. I bet he don't miss. Yeah, he Give probably me, won't. One minute, man. Harvey, you want to talk about cooking game? Okay. I guarantee gotcha. you, he won't miss out next year. But uh, what he had to go do? 
They squirrel hunt. Oh my God! You can squirrel hunt any day of the year. <laughs> That's right. So, y'all got anything else? No, that's it. No, I'm just, I'm got, just, I'm ready to wrap this thing up. Wrap it up, tone it out. Tone From it Between out. the Times Outdoor Podcast, we are out. <laughs> All right, everybody, that was Dustin with Between the Times Podcast. We hate Ricky wasn't down here. Now that PA guy had to start right by the time we was talking. Uh, congratulations to the winners of the open call. I believe Matt Van Size, part of the KT team, got first place. Second place was Dave Owens with the KT team. Congrats to those guys. I don't know who got third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and all that, but congrats to those guys. The KT team done very well this weekend. They did. Yeah. They their, their booth was full. Every time I walked by, they were just wide open. I mean, they worked themselves with the bone. I know. They brought sure. a they brought a first place home in the team with with Dave and uh, Zach, and then they brought a first place home in the open with Matt and a second place with Dave. So, congrats to those guys. It's been a good show. We had some great names come over here. We made some great relationships. Can't wait to see what holds us for the future. And like I said earlier, we've got a uh, we've got a booth already for next year. We may expand it. We don't know yet. So RP was a huge help over here. He he worked he worked behind here for a basically two days. He did. He helped us out. You know, he brought a lot of content over here with the with the knife showing and what he done to donate that knife was pretty remarkable. Yes. To those guys and and uh, I don't know. Well, he he told me last night. He, uh, while we were we were out eating together, um, a guy pulled him off to the side who knew him, who saw his TikTok stuff, and offered him. I think he said he offered him like two thousand dollars for that knife. Really? And he he said, Nah, I won't do it. And then just for, he's like, he told me he's like, if you'll get Cuz over here, he's like, I want to give him one of these knives to donate to do that charity hunt he's doing. And I was like, I'll go get him. So I went over and got him, which Cuz was actually looking for us. That's what he told me when he was walking back over. He said he wanted to get back on with us and because he really enjoyed what he's doing. So that was that was awesome for Cuz to take that time out. RP, like you said, helped out a lot. Dustin and the guys, you know, hung out with us. And it, it was just a great spirits. Every, everybody had a great time. So we, all, we almost needed a bigger space, but we made it work. Yeah we, yeah, we made it work. We had a full booth all week. And that you know what that says? You got good friends and people that want to be around you. So I'll take it all day. I'm not looking forward to breaking this down, but we got to pretty soon. So yeah. um, what else? That's it, man. For me, I'm, re- I'm ready to wrap this thing up. Enjoyed the trip up here. Enjoyed the stay. Uh, looking forward to next year. That's it. Y'all come be with us again. Go over to social media and uh, follow all of our stuff. Um, what else am I missing? Don't forget, smile as you go and mount to memories. <laughs>